Welcome, Jax fans. Hey, welcome back. The most much anticipated preseason. It is finally here. It's here. The schedule's out. It is time to get ready. I mean, we are ready. We are. I think we're beyond ready, to be honest. We're past ready. We're past ready. We passed that. Yeah. I mean, pre COVID, we were ready. Oh, we were ready in January when the season wasn't even over yet. We were already ready for this season. We were ready like almost a year ago now when we beat Duke. (laughs) I know. I can't believe the anniversary's coming up. We're going to have to do something special for the Duke anniversary. We're going to have to do something special for the Duke anniversary. I'm going to watch it again for sure. Oh. Guarantee it's still on my TV. I recorded it and it's been there. It's 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 been there. It's been there. Like we're so ready. And it was, it's so funny that almost a year ago today we were getting prepared and getting ready. And I just shared on our Facebook or our Instagram the other night that it was a year ago yesterday that we got our tickets. Our tickets. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I was, we were lit. We were at football and we got our tickets and we were just so excited. So excited. Okay. Well, I mean, let's just get started because we have a lot to dive into today. And there's just there's a lot that's going to be happening today. As you can see, we're here at uh, Jacqueline's parents' house in Nacogdoches. Um, We're not going to be here the entire time. We're actually going to be going on campus and doing a couple of special guest interviews. Special guest interviews. Stay tuned for that. That'll be coming up in a little bit. But anyway, so State of the Union. We do this every season before the season starts, kind of just to get everybody caught up on where we are with Lumberjack basketball. Um, we go over the team, who's here, who's not, who's graduated, who's new. Um, we go over the schedule a little bit. We talk about, you know, what we kind of predict to be. Yeah, what we think is coming. What we think is going to happen, yeah. I know y'all are all so ready for a State of the Union right now that's non-political. So I'm telling you right now, it. I'm here so over all the politics. <laughs> I'm ready to go for a, a non-political State of the Union and – we might give some equally controversial hot takes, but not political. But nothing political. Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay, so let's just start off how we always do, give a quick life update. I mean, there's not too much that's different since the last yeah. time we we recorded. I mean, we're kind of in the same spot. I'm working remotely. You're I'm working, working yeah. remotely. Um, that's really, I mean, other than that, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, there's nothing super exciting. We have had a few nothing earth shattering. You know, football games or little weekend trips. Yeah, we have or football. We went to yeah. Arlington. Yeah. We went to the Arlington game, which is our Southland Conference championship game, which we we won, and we are the Southland Conference <laughs> championships. And I want to give a quick shout out to everyone who bought a t shirt or long sleeve shirt on our uh, on our little fundraiser we were doing for Raise the Axe campaign on Bonfire. I appreciate that. The link closed last night. So if you ordered a shirt, the ship date, it should be around November 18th. So you will get that in time for Christmas and in time to wear when it gets nice and cool out if you've got a long sleeve. So again, thank you for buying one. We'll talk more about Bonfire and maybe doing a few more things with that later in the episode. But yeah, I mean, what a crazy few months it has been. It's It's been wild. And yeah, nothing, nothing really new. Nothing earth shattering. Like, yeah, nothing earth shattering. Um, pretty much the only excitement I've had is continuing to be like a patron saint of lost animals. <laughs> you really are. I, like she has a magnet. Home. She is a magnet for lost and like wayward animals. Yeah, any animal in distress is going to, it's going to find me. I don't know. It just happens. And then whereas I, on the flip side, I see like stray cats roaming my neighborhood and I just stare at them like, don't you dare get in my trash can, you little rat. And I'm, I can't help it. I like cats. I really do. I like Jacqueline's cats. I like my friend Jordan's cats. 
But other than that, and my, and Kate's cat, I can't forget yeah. Kate's cat, the three-legged Lieutenant yeah. Dan. But other than that, you know, if it's just a stray cat, I'm just not, I don't know. Cause I don't know where you've been. Yeah. I don't know if you're aggressive, but there is a little black cat in my neighborhood. It was kind of cute. It's, like, it's a little really tiny cute. one. I know. I was really tempted to grab that cat and bring it inside because it was really cute. Snatched it up. I almost snatched it. But it really, but honestly, in my neighborhood, they could be someone's cats. Yeah, it probably is. It probably is someone's cats because there's like three or four of them that just roam the neighborhood. And like they're not underfed. Like they're definitely not like sick. Yeah. So someone's taking care cats, of cats. Yeah, they can pretty well fend for themselves too. So and that's so and that's true. And that's exactly right. So before we get started, too, we also want to talk about some other really fun, exciting things. Uh, if you've missed it, we've done a couple pictures and a couple posts, and we've done a couple videos. But we got our awesome my plate. We talked about this in the last podcast. Yeah. How we ordered uh, plates from my plates, personalized my plate plates. They're pretty awesome. They are. The coolest thing. Pretty sweet. I mean, again, we weren't even aware of the amazing kind of deal and setup that my place has with SFA athletics. Um, it's really honestly the best deal for any university um, out of the state of Texas. I mean, we have the best yeah. deal. I don't think any of the other universities in Texas have this deal where any plate you order that is SFA personalized it doesn't have to be like a personalized with your name. It can be just like a random number or letter like ABC one, two, three, you know, right. And yes. as long as the background of the plate is this, right. You as don't long have to pay the extra for the, the personalized. Yeah. Letters if you don't it. want to, as long as it is an SFA background plate, I mean, yeah. a portion of that goes to SFA athletics, like almost 50%. It's pretty, it's wild. It's pretty substantial. It's so. wild. And I mean, and if you're still kind of on the fence or teetering about it, you know, uh, there is this rebate thing, right? Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if you go to myplates.com slash lumberjacks, you can get up to a $50 rebate. That's pretty good. And again, you don't have to make a long commitment, like the five-year commitment, if you're not yeah, sure. You can do one, three, can, or five, I think. Yeah, that's one year, get it for one year. And if you like it, then you can keep renewing it. And that's the best part of it is as long as you keep renewing it, you can keep your little plate. You can yeah. keep your cool little saying. So again, if you've had them, I had my plate years ago, and then I just kind of let it lapse and never redid it again. Because I was just not aware. I was not yeah. informed of the deal that my plates has with SFA Athletics. And I think that's amazing. The fact that they get over 50% or at least 50% of the purchase price. I mean, a couple people, 10 people buy my plates and if they do like a five-year contract, I mean, that's a good chunk of change. Yeah. Because it's so, like $500 basically for a five-year contract. So, I mean, that's so go look it up. pretty good. Myplates.com slash lumberjacks. Show your spirit for SFA. Do it. And, Do it. You know, contribute to SFA Athletics as well. Why not? So uh, Why not? stay tuned. And our next segment, we'll introduce our special guest. We will. Stick we around. will. Stick around. Welcome back, Jax fans. Hey. Here is session one of our special guest segment. We got Drew Malsby from the ticket office. General manager general, of ticketing. General manager of yes. We want to make sure we get your title correct, Drew. Mm, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so like like we talked about earlier, lots of lots of changes this season with, with COVID and trying to actually have games and have fans. Um, like we I saw earlier today, Duke mm -hmm. is not having any fans at any of their winter Which is sports. Just bananas. 
which is wild. So wild. number one, we got to be so thankful that we have Drew and Wally working really hard to make this happen for us. So we know y'all have a lot of questions. There's a lot of things changing. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have Drew kind of highlight some of the reseeding process yeah. and just the ticketing kind of for the season for basketball. Yeah. So we know we have reduced capacity, yep. Drew. So tell us about all of the hoops y'all have had to jump through to try to reseat us heathens so that we can come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First, thank y'all for having me. It's a pleasure. We're so happy uh, you're we're here. We're so happy yeah. you're here. It took time of your day. The, uh, so I guess the first challenge we had to overcome, the NCAA Sports Science Institute is requiring us to remove the first two seats of the entire Coliseum. First two rows. First two rows, my bad. Yeah. All the way around. The only sections. First two rows, people. Yeah, so that's a lot of seats. That is a lot of seats. And the only seats, or sorry, rows that didn't get removed were the corners of the baseline sections because they were okay. far enough distant to where we had didn't have to do that. I love so how you measured that. Oh yeah, we got out there with an actual measuring tape. We, we need yeah. we need picture evidence of this. <laughs> <laughs> measuring tape. Co- coaches didn't like it too much because we did it during their practice. But hey, we got to do. What I we mean, do, do they <laughs> want people to come to the game? That's right. We got to figure it out. Yeah. So with that, obviously presented some other challenges. We had reduced seats so we had to move people up and with that we also have to have at least three seats next to you open on each side right and then the row directly behind you has to be open plus a couple extra two on the row behind that so we're talking on a perfect day we have you know over seven thousand seats available in the coliseum right now we're gonna have less than two thousand available which is a bummer but at the same time it's great because it means we have fans attending our games and it means we're actually playing basketball this season. Yeah, we're we're just happy to be playing and be able to go. As long as I'm in the building, I don't care where I'm at. You know, right. like at that point, at this point in 2020, as long as we're there, it doesn't really matter. So hopefully everybody has that same kind of mental attitude there. That's right. So it, it certainly presented us some challenges, but Wally and I spent about two weeks trying to move everybody and keep you as close as we could to your existing seats. But the unfortunate reality is everybody had to move in order to accommodate the social distancing guidelines that were put on us. But even though all of our season ticket holders were moved, the great news is you're going to get those same seats back next season. Right. Uh, Your original seats, that is, assuming COVID's behind us, we got the vaccine, we're good to go. We don't have to worry about these things. Fingers crossed. And that is nice to point out because, you know, for one year, the small sacrifice of not having your seat to get to come and then... Right. Hopefully onwards and upwards and we'll get back to our, our normal kind of scheduled yeah, scheduled programming. Scheduled programmed, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Next season. So but that's that's a lot of work that we know you'll have to do to to make that happen. It took you so, a while to do all that. I mean that's not something that was an overnight process. Yeah, thankless it. job, but listen, you'll need to understand how hard these guys have worked to make make it a safe environment for all the fans and the players and us to be able to actually have this and show up instead of just saying no fans at all because we could have done that but who wants to do that so yeah I never want to be one to speak for Wally but um, I consider Wally a good friend because I mean we share an office eight hours a day a minimum together (laughs) but we him and I both worked very hard Uh, we worked with our administration and Ryan Ivy to make sure we were doing everything we could to take care of our season ticket holders. Right. Because uh, at the end of the day, I mean, that's that's our first priority is to our student athletes mm-hmm. and then to our season ticket holders. So we did everything we could to, to yeah. keep you guys Which, in the same spot. Again, and we are so, so thankful. Tell us more yeah. about the because of the restrictions on how many people we can allow yeah. in, your best bet of actually getting into a game is having yeah. season tickets because that's what gets priority. Absolutely. So the only way we can actually guarantee you admission to the games is with season tickets. So Right. 
we're we're looking at maybe 200 seats to sell per game on wow. a single game basis. So That's not a lot. It's really not. I mean, we did Those a lot more quick. than that last year every game, even on the Wednesday night games. So right. I would encourage you guys, call the ticket office, go to sfatickets.com. Our season tickets are still available on that website. Um, but we're, we're certainly happy to accommodate you and kind of go through some options with you over the phone as well. Uh, but that is the best way and the most affordable way yeah, to come tell, to Yeah, so games. tell us kind of the, the price breakdown yeah. of single ticket games are like 20 yeah, bucks like a game, right? Yeah, cost-benefit analysis a little bit. It's yeah. like you might be paying a little bit more in the in the beginning, but if you break it down the way yeah, that you did earlier, yeah. So I mean, if you're talking – so going back a step, we are not doing general admission seating anymore. Everyone will have a reserve seat. Is that from here on out, like even past COVID? Or Most likely, most yes. Likely? We're okay. probably not doing general admission anymore for basketball moving forward. Okay. Um, so now we have the baseline seating sections is what we're calling that. Um, those are going to be $110 for the season. But, I mean, you average that out over 22 play dates is what we're looking at between the men and the women. Yeah. That's a very affordable option for you compared to – spending $20 for five games, you've already spent 100 yeah. bucks. So why not get season tickets and come out and enjoy as many games as you can? True. And we understand you're probably not going to be able to make every single game. That's mm-hmm. why we have the option for you to transfer your tickets. You can donate them. Yeah, you can do whatever absolutely. you want with them. <clears throat> so I'm going to use that to segue into tell us a little bit more about the new mobile ticketing yep. system. So mobile ticketing uh, is great. It's presented some challenges, of course, with this being our first year, but it's the most effective way for us to deliver your tickets and the easiest way for you to access the games and access your tickets 24-7. So we're we're saving the rainforest. Right, it's eco-friendly, it's quick, it's simple Um, on our end, like to download either to your phone, take screenshots of You've always got it with you. You don't have to go home and dig through the envelope. And like um, Alex and I had mentioned earlier in the season, when a football game got pushed back, it automatically updated so you didn't have to go get a new ticket. Correct. You know, and with basketball, like we've said, probably going to be some changes. fluid situation. It's going to be flexible. Yeah. Yeah, so even if a game gets moved from December 3rd to December 4th, your mobile tickets are automatically going to update to where you don't have to take any action on your end. Whereas if you have a printed ticket, we're going to have to figure out a way for you to come by the ticket office or come earlier to pick up your ticket on game day. Or wait in line. Right. Or go out of your way. Don't get us wrong. If you really, I mean, if you don't have a smartphone, you can still get a printed ticket, but we're still kind of encouraging everyone to, you know, at least download them to your phone somehow. Um, You could even pull it up on the internet. You don't have to take a screenshot or download any apps, really. You can just pull them up on the internet too. That's right. And yeah. realistically, this uh, we've given you the option this year, but moving forward as we continue to transition to be more modern, more initiative, or sorry, innovative, yeah. this probably will be the only way we deliver tickets, not as soon as next year, but in the near future, we're probably yeah. going to be mobile only. Right. So we're, we're trying to give you time to kind of transition into this, but we really encourage you, go ahead and do it this year. Mm-hmm. Get comfortable with it. Wally and I are, are here to answer your questions. Yeah, try it out. You know, everyone and, out there, has like a daughter or son or grandkid who you <laughs> know a, an eight-year-old grandkid yeah. who can show them how to do it exactly so. well for sure 100 percent. and another thing is too is the fact that we're not like oh this is just something new that you know we're the only school doing this a lot of teams power five a lot of professional teams are using right. mobile only 
So this yeah. is not something like new. Yeah, if yeah. you ever go to a Houston Astros game, for example, because I'm an Astros fan. Woo! Go Astros! I know we cheated. It's okay. Oh. Uh, it's, it's all right. I accept it. No, I accept it too. We're good. But uh, <laughs> if you go to one of their games, you have to have a mobile ticket. They yeah. don't do yeah. any printed tickets anymore. Mm-hmm. So And people figure it out for those yeah. events so they can figure it out for SFA. Absolutely. And Wally and I are here. Again, we're going to help you do it. So just let us know what questions you have. 100%. So I guess uh, the last thing I kind of want to talk about is like our new kind of premium seating options yeah. that you may have noticed on the website if you've logged on there to check out your season tickets or if you're wondering when the heck are the single game tickets going to be posted so yeah so i'll answer the second part of that first single game (laughs) tickets we're looking at next wednesday november 18th that's likely when we are going to go on sale with single game tickets okay so again we're probably going to have less than 200 of those to sell per game so either buy season tickets or Look to buy those single game tickets as soon as they go on sale next week. Absolutely. And I'm sure there'll be a, a you know, some sort of post or, you know, yes, there social will be. media, email, Absolutely. et cetera, kind of a push yeah. to everybody. A little bit of both. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all and of then all of it. the new premium seats you alluded to, those are our loge boxes. Loge. I know, it sounds fancy. Loge. That's a, that's another... Again, it sounds like we're going to like some king or queen, something <laughs> yeah. like royalty. Loge. So one of the downsides and challenges we had, we had to remove courtside seating this year because they were too close yeah. to the players and coaches so we have a new premium seating option called the loge boxes which if you remember last year coming to the games we had that big tunnel in the i guess that's the northeast corner of the coliseum and it blocked you from being able to walk away walk all the way around the coliseum right that is now gone hallelujah and you can walk all the way around again but that section is where the new premium seats are going so, so right above the new tunnel, basically. Correct, okay, yes. Yeah. So it's a great view. You can see the entire court from where you're sitting. You can do a box of four, a box of five, or a box of six. Very cool. It comes with reserved parking. You get access to the Murray Shaw Championship Room. So certainly some really good benefits, awesome view, and the most comfortable seat in the Coliseum. And the reserved parking's in the back, right? Uh, normally it would be, but okay. unfortunately... So that's the front. The front <laughs> yeah, the parking. Okay. That, that actually segues into a different conversation, okay. which is the different... Level Levels. one, level two, level three kind of tiers that the NCAA has come <clears throat> out with. Okay. Um, all of our parking will now be in that north commuter lot. Okay. Um, but with the premium seating, you'll have what's considered our level one or level two parking, which is the closest to the entrance. Gotcha. Yeah. Which is, I mean, again, it's, it, it's, it's not a huge difference if you're level yeah. one. It's just all, it's really close. And if you need assistance, there's little golf carts and stuff rolling around so nothing new and yeah you'll be accommodated yeah exactly and so you kind of to wrap things up a little bit last but not least yeah the drinks the drinks (laughs) tell us about tell us about them drinks i love that we're ending on a positive note here (laughs) let's go so one thing our fans were very vocal vocal about this year was we want more access to alcohol so guess what? It's 2020. We, we need it. We, need we are it. selling alcohol all over the Coliseum this Woo! year, not just in one section as we did last Let's year. Let's go. So come out, have some beers, enjoy the game, be loud. That's all we need. So Have it delivered to your have seat if you want. Yes. Yeah, because yes. basketball is using the same app that football is using. It's just, yeah. What a great, great, convenient way to enjoy a game. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, we're just going to move seat. in. We're just, I mean, literally, I'm, we're going to move in. I'm going to bring We blankets. have plenty of room around us. Again, so we, we can six foot radius. We can bring we can a comfy chair. Spread out. Comfy TV chair. TV table. A TV tray. Yeah. Uh, maybe a small cooler. And <laughs> we can set up shop there. And then during the doubleheader games, I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. don't have to move Make anywhere. ourselves a home. Listen, y'all, y'all joke, but in the spring, we're going to be playing at least seven sports at one time. So 
feel free. I might set up a cot outside the ticket office <laughs> in the Coliseum because we're going to be there every day You're all day. So. Exactly. For a long period of time. So, I mean, we may have to bring like an inflatable for my car and just sleep in there in between. Yeah. That's why we're selling Sleeping alcohol. Bag. Just get us through it. That's all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just get us through it from one game to the next. That's right. I love that. Well, I'm, it's just really exciting that, you know, I'm glad that last season was kind of like the trial run, which we kind of knew that about the yeah. whole alcohol thing was just in one section, section, see how it went. And then that was always the plan. It was yeah. just to like then allow it throughout the entire And I policy. think it will do better when people can grab it, it, it take and it to their seat. take it to their own seat because I do think there was some confusion about like, yeah. well, am I allowed to go up there or is that just for is it just for people? certain people? Yeah. Or I don't want to sit in that one section. I don't want to have to walk all the way across to the Coliseum yeah. and grab a beer and then sit there for ten minutes and drink my beer and then yeah. walk. And you know, we got a lot of Baptists who don't want to stand <laughs> in line and have people see them buying beer. But if they can order it to their seat, honey, nobody will know that you're drinking a beer. No one will care. It was a, it was a great starting point <laughs> for saying. us last year to be able. To have that one section absolutely but again it's kind of like right now walmart's changed this but originally you could only go in and out the same entrance when covid started right mm-hmm. to me that just doesn't make sense that kind of right. defeats the purpose of social distancing right so that's another reason why we're allowing it all over the coliseum this year to prevent people from gathering in and one standing in a big line yeah. and waiting and breathing sense. on each other makes the most yeah. sense especially again for social distancing purposes and then once covid's kind of gone quote unquote yeah. gone uh it's, it's going to continue we're going to continue doing what we're doing. You know, we're going to continue using the Seats app, you know. Yeah. Even if there was not COVID, I'd be using the Seats app. Like, bring me a Tibby. Yeah. yeah, wait oh, on me. Before the first game, download the Seats app with a Z, S-E-A-T-Z yeah. app. And anytime you come to the game, it'll pull up your exact seat location and they'll bring the food right to you. Yeah, and I feel like it's really user-friendly. Like, I was able to download it and use it pretty simply. Like, it was very intuitive. Like, there yeah. wasn't really a lot to it. So it's not like, it's not going to be hard to use. It's pretty simple. Just pick the game. Here's my seat location. Here's the food and drinks I want. Da 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 da. And then it's it was there super quick. Yeah. So. Yeah. And find one of our game day staff too. We're happy to help you on <clears throat> any of our game days and show you how to do it. So. Which we appreciate so the much. The most helpful staff ever. Seriously, so. they will bend over backwards for you to get your seating situation all cleared up or ask any question, and they will either know the answer or find someone with the answer. Yeah. Just look for the uh, short bald guy with the shiny head, and he's happy to help you. <laughs> Any way I can. What, what do you put on there to make it shiny? Oh, uh, don't worry about it. That's my secret. Okay. I'm not oh, yeah. Or just find Wally in the fishing hat because that's what he usually yeah. has on his little fishing. Hey, like, on football, little, yes, yeah. but uh, basketball for whatever reason, Wally suits up. I mean, he, he looks does. Yeah, he does. He's he sharp. does suit up. He's a sharp you're inside in the AC and he doesn't have to worry about the outside weather. You yeah. know, rocking shorts and a you know well, just shirt. five star guy all the way around. He really yeah. is. He's the best. We love Wally. <laughs> and if you remember correctly, Wally, we did a podcast with him last season when he was still doing soccer it was yeah. the first season it was I, it was we did a podcast it was in between it was, it was the summer in between. one yeah yeah, yeah. he was still coaching yeah. soccer but he was talking about all the stuff he's doing now yeah and then he transitioned all the new initiatives this, yeah so again stand up dude and drew so are you bud we love you man. <laughs> yeah we love Appreciate you it. i'm so glad that you're here and that you took again time out of your day to come in and talk to us and, yeah. yeah hey just i mean i guess parting thoughts here is just we again have very limited uh single game tickets available mm-hmm. buy the season tickets that's your only way to come into the games guaranteed come right. out be loud download the seats app order you some beer mm-hmm. order yourself a hot dog maybe some chicken tenders whatever that looks chicken like just, just come out and have a good time and know that uh, between wally and myself and our entire administration 
we will do everything we can to make this as normal of a season as possible and make it enjoyable for all of our fans. We know you will. And we we, we appreciate everything you've done because really do. we we, really do. we know it was such a like insurmountable task to to do to all of this everyone. and yeah. If if y'all weren't, you know, as awesome as you are, then it probably wouldn't be possible. So, we're we're thrilled. Exactly. And again, so send all of your thank you cookies and treats <laughs> to uh, Drew Malsby and Wally Crinton at the <laughs> ticket office. <laughs> We're located inside the Coliseum. Send, yeah. send snacks. Send, send, snacks. <laughs> send, send coffee and Starbucks yeah, gift cards yeah. to these boys, and they work really, really hard. So, again, thank you so much, Drew. We cannot, again, thank you enough for coming in. Busy time for you. You took an hour out of your day to come in and chit chat yeah. with us. So. Thank you both. It's been a pleasure. <sighs> Love you, man. You're the best. Welcome, Jax fans. Hey, we are back. Session two, two. of special our special guest, guest segment. Special guest, special guest galore in the podcast. This time we got Tyler Boone. Tyler! Hey. Tyler, tell everyone your official title and kind of what you do first. Start off. Uh, I'm Tyler Boone. I'm the director of athletics development, and I have been in this role for just over three years, and I'm in charge of fundraising uh, from an annual perspective for the athletics department. Three years, time flies when you're having fun. I'm telling you right now. I remember when you first <laughs> yes. came here, and then yeah. everybody was uh, getting to know you, and you're introducing yourselves, and you came to uh, the SFA alumni tailgate, and one of the first things uh, about you that you said is that you were a freaking Buckeye, and I was mm-hmm. like, this Alex guy is good. Alex like, was sold. I know nothing else about him, but he's a Buckeye, and we are in. Yeah, like, the, the funniest thing about that is people correct me all the time. Because I don't want to go out and be like, hey, I'm from Ohio State. You know, right, like, of course. I say, right. say well, where'd you, you know, what's your history? I was like, well, I did my undergrad at Ohio State. And everybody stops me abruptly and they say, the. The. the Ohio State. Ohio State. I said, well, I wasn't going to say it. But, uh, <laughs> but, I, but that's yeah. correct. But yeah. I don't want to put words in my mouth. But yeah, yeah it's, the, it's the Ohio State University. Anyway, as soon as I feel, you know, before I even knew, I was just like, we're good. Yeah. We're good. We're going to be fast friends. So that was perfect. Well, that's awesome. And here we are, then versus now challenge. I know. Mm-hmm. Then versus now challenge. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Okay, so yeah. So Tyler's in charge of basically fundraising, the fundraising arm of the athletic department, right? Correct. Coming up with new, innovative stuff. Oh, thanks. And I know you're going to tell us about some of those because we, we touched yeah. on one a little with Drew. So yeah. It kind of fell under seating, but. Right. We know you'll have more to expand on that from So I guess we can kind of, standpoint. yeah, make, kind of start there and tail off into yeah. other things, but kind of to catch everybody up on where we are with those who, whole new, uh, those boxes at the, at basketball. So I guess tell us a little bit more about that and like, you know, if that's like a no, another level or what, what is the whole deal with the basketball? So, yes. So uh, I guess I'll touch on the first thing, Jacqueline, you said that um, we've had to be creative this year um, and Typically, you know, from an annual fund perspective, it's a bit more transactional than some other philanthropic um, things that we do with the university in terms of scholarship support or things like that. And so a lot of folks come to games and they're able to come to games because of the uh, provisions that they're given through the Purple Lights Funds, whether that's parking or a hospitality section like the Loge Box area um, or a place where they can go and eat and mingle with with other supporters um, at that level. And so uh, there's always a challenge to make things fun and interesting every year so mm-hmm. that you're not just getting the same thing over and over and over again. Um, and so on top of that, you had uh, COVID-19 where 
you know, we don't know if parking passes are going to be relevant this year. We, right. we didn't know if we were yeah. going to have games. <laughs> are we going to have people even driving <laughs> up to the game? Right. Exactly. exactly. And, yeah. and so that, that, was, um, that was an interesting challenge that is not unique to SFA. It's, you know, every, every school in the country is dealing with that at some, at some level. Um, and, and so Ryan had, had challenged me and, and our entire department to, to come up with some creative things to keep our fan base engaged during this time of uncertainty mm-hmm. um, and just to continue to plan as if – and we were planning for everything and planning for nothing at the exact same time. Yeah. Right, you know, exactly, <laughs> which is quite a balance. Right, so we, we were challenged to you know, plan as if we were going to play a full – football schedule which we ended up doing basically yeah but I we mean, didn't know that that was going to happen until like two weeks before the game right um, exactly but luckily we had systems in place uh thanks to good leadership and, and direction um and then uh also on the back burner we're like well what if we have nothing what can we what if everything what gets canceled yeah, yeah because at the end of the day uh we still have to fundraise um, that's, absolutely that's just the, i feel like this yeah. year more than ever mm-hmm. because yes. of all of the budget constraints and you know shortfalls because of lost revenue and right. things like that it's just insane it's exactly right and, and that's why um we we launched the raise the axe campaign um in i believe september it was mm-hmm. uh and that campaign sort of it it came from like you said the budget shortfall mm-hmm. uh and and also just the need to stop you know like the my wife and i were watching <laughs> youtube videos of flex tape yeah so you, the guy's like looking at a, a, a bucket with water pouring out of it and he right. takes this thing of tape slaps Smack. it right on there and yeah. it stops and so that, that's that's the raise the axe campaign right yeah. yeah is the flex tape so we can stop that plug up the dam exactly so yeah. we can stop the bleeding as much as we can um, and and also give our fans something new and exciting every month um, that they can look forward to and um, at the end of the day, uh, help help support our student athletes and the things that we're trying to do for them. Right. Um, and uh, I, a tangent. Uh, but so you asked about we love tangents. Yeah, we love tangents. Because I got one yeah. waiting, so go ahead. Yeah, 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 awesome. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about those loge seats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the loge seating. Um, it's it's primarily a ticket. It's primarily a ticketing issue, which okay. not issue, but a ticketing. Um, Concern, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, uh, that is handled with Drew and Wally. And okay. Anyone who, who buys a ticket through them is in great hands. Um, but we, uh, yeah, we, yeah know. we know personally. Yeah. 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 Uh, but where it folds over into the into the Purple Lights Fund is with parking and hospitality. Mm-hmm. So your purchase of the Loge ticket mm-hmm. is a ticket purchase. So it's not it's not a donation. That goes into ticket revenue. If you pull the pull the skin back on on the the finances of okay. where your money's actually going, it goes into a ticket revenue. That's pool. good to know. That's good to know. Yeah, and uh, but with that, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a it's the highest ticket offering that we offer outside of courtside right. seats, which I'll get into in a second. Yeah. Um, but so we wanted people who buy those tickets to feel wanted and to feel appreciated and mm-hmm. so how do you do that on a game day you offer them close parking mm-hmm. um, and you allow them to go into a uh, a place where they can get a meal and mingle with people mm-hmm. um, and so that's murray shaw room access mm-hmm. everyone that that has a loge uh loge box seat will have a murray shaw room pass mm-hmm. um, and that'll be offered those dates will be coming out soon um, and then they'll also have uh, access to park across from the construction that we're looking at right now across there um, so the the between the construction and the COVID nineteen protocols, uh, our parking situation is going to move just a little bit because our level one typically is behind the Coliseum. We talked about that with Drew. Yeah, Drew yeah. definitely mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been a little bit of a challenge because you know one of the it's a blessing and a curse. 
because one right. of the great things about being a fan of SFA basketball and being actually able to come to the games mm-hmm. is the just the intimate, close access that you have with coaches and players. Agreed. You yeah. probably Agreed. don't get that anywhere else in the country. You really don't. No, you really don't. Because, you know, for, for the folks that give at that level, um, they walk into the tunnel that our players run out of. Right, exactly. You know? yeah. So th- there's, there's access there that, that is really special and unique. Hey, they have access to the referees back there, too. Exactly. I mean, I might We've know. had that moment. I we might know. know. <laughs> We've but, had that. But apparently, whatever heckling they get back there doesn't translate to the court. Yeah, it doesn't. It really does. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that either means the referees are doing their job really well or really poorly. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with really well just because my dad is a referee, so yeah, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Sure, anyway, I guess. They got thick skin. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, so our big thing is, you know, we, we, we try to, to create um, – <laughs> Sorry, I just kicked the table really loudly. Yeah. <laughs> um, break the table here. What we're trying to create, and one of the one of the responsibilities that we have, being one of the few schools um, at the FCS level to to be competing week after week in football and, and ultimately in basketball, is uh, we've got to provide a safe environment for the coaches and the kids because mm-hmm. you know from a from a health perspective, um, a basketball team has a lot fewer players than a football team and, and if yeah, one or one two or three down. or whatever it goes Absolutely. down um you know it's it could be catastrophic so mm-hmm. um in that vein we we closed off uh that back door mm-hmm. uh which you know we hate to do but um it's something that we have to do if if, if we want to play in a safe um in a safe manner a full season or as many games as we can get in um and so we're funneling them up into the east entrance i guess Mm-hmm. And so if you park back there, you'll walk up the side of the building and then come into the, like, the middle of the concourse, kind of in between both okay, uh, concession, okay. concession stands. Mm-hmm. Um, I digress. Uh, now that that level one parking area has been kind of modified, it's got to go out front because mm-hmm. that's the next best location. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's where the loge box seating people will be, and that's where the folks that, uh, that give it that X level or above in the purple lights fund, that's where they'll be as well. Um, and, uh, I said, I'd mentioned the courtside seats and here's the entrance into that conversation. So <laughs> in reference to the health and safety of student athletes, we can't have people on the court right. from a conference Absolutely. level, yeah. from a NCAA level. Um, it's, you have to really, really belong in terms of like a mission essential employee or, or person that, um, that is essential to the operation of the game. Right. Um, and so what we're doing to, to rectify that for our courtside seat holders is because, you know, it, it's, it's intense down there. It's fun. You guys have both been down We've there. We've been down there. Yeah. Like, yeah. We yeah. love it. I mean, obviously we love sitting behind the bench, but with mm-hmm. those few it's, games that we... It's a we, lot of fun. And my, dad, yeah. my dad and his little bestie sat down there one game, mm-hmm. and they loved it. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, you're literally... People can jump right, you know, trying to get the ball and yeah. they fall yeah, on you. might fall on your yeah. lap. You I know. know. And therein lies the problem. <laughs> I see no problem exactly. there. Yeah. I, uh, during COVID. I see no problem yeah. any other time. But yeah, during COVID, exactly. yes, that's a but big it, deal. You know, and, and it's, it's, it's difficult for us to, um, to, to go to somebody and say, hey, we're not offering courtside seats this year. Because right. that's, that's Especially huge. for your big donors. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And so what we're doing is we're giving them the first glimpse into this loge seating area loge again i feel like i should be in a british accent like i'm talking the loge seats yes you know that was good (laughs) i practiced the british a lot i'm just saying yeah i think the midwestern in you really was showing but i'm not from the midwest 
Uh, well, but you know. I know. I, I'm, I'm surrounded. You talk by, it. You talk to Midwesterners. I know. I'm surrounded by Midwesterners in my yeah. home. It's hard. Um, but yeah, so so that's that's I think that's what uh, we've decided to to offer them, and, and it's right. been received pretty well, and people understand uh, the need for it and, right. and the reasons why we're doing it. And as soon as we can get them back on the court, we're going to do it. Yeah. Absolutely, um, and yeah. that's a pretty innovative like interim solution mm-hmm. and then afterwards you've got even more kind of premium fun right. options, options you know exactly. for next season so exactly so yeah. if you look at it from from a broader scope like maybe two or three down years down the road hopefully it doesn't take that long but um when we're at full capacity and we have 6,500 people in the, in the grandstands we've got a line of 28 courtside seat holders and mm-hmm. we've got 48 i think mm-hmm. uh people in the loge box that gives us three different levels of revenue Yes. And so yeah. you have your high, your your one A, your one B, and your one C in terms of season ticket holders, and then you can mm-hmm. fill in with other areas. And so it, um, from a business perspective, um, it's really great. And I mean, we had a, a twenty-eight win team last year. Yeah, twenty-eight win team last year that, that had some pretty marquee victories. And absolutely, um, yeah, I'd I, say so. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say so. I'd say so. Uh, and and the uh, I think the the outside. I hate I hate the word expectation, but um, the optimism I think is really high for this team. Um, if if we can all stay healthy and um, and play as a team, I think we have another twenty plus win season coming. Agreed. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. And and there's not there's not a game on our schedule that um, that, we would, that we would go in and, and say, hey, we're, we're the underdogs here, especially at home. So we right. We have Abs- agreed, hundred percent. So yeah. uh, I think if you put it in all those perspectives and say, you know, we, we're one of the, the winningest teams in Texas, we're one of the the best home court uh, home court advantages in the uh-huh. country. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and we've got now we we've been really creative with our space. We've invested in a new practice facility, and this this loge seating is is right but up next to the the brand new sparkling uh practice facility when that gets finished mm-hmm. um your parking access is right next to it so yep. you get to use that brand yeah. new entrance and everything so we think it's pretty exciting um and we think people are going to really enjoy it you can't wait yeah. till everything is all done and shiny and new and you know we get to everybody gets to see it and i think mm-hmm. it's going to be fantastic and i do too i, I mean y'all come up with a lot of, a lot of cool, really innovative cool ways things. to make make it an overall different experience than yeah. just coming up and watching a game mm-hmm. which is enough on its own right mm-hmm. yeah but, especially when you have a team as good as as a fae but then you right. add in all the cool little ways. incentives yeah. it just makes it even more kind of well-rounded experience for everybody yeah. even if you're just coming to watch the game at least there are yeah. so many different options if you're just an everyday fan you know mm-hmm. that where right. you you buy a single game ticket come to a couple games but it's still going to be an enjoyable experience mm-hmm. from them all the way up to the donors the big donors absolutely whoever yeah, yeah. And, and that's our, that's our big is you know you, you want to add value at every level mm-hmm. whether it's a, a general admission seat ah. um, in a new area where, with the new concession stand or something like right. that or, yeah. or a, a, our most premium options like I keep going back to what Jacqueline said at the beginning is like try to be creative for everyone. Yeah. Like if you're just constantly changing things for your top donors, right? No one's going to notice those changes except for the top five. Right. Or you're going to think they're only catering to those people. So what's in it for me? Why should I even go to a game? Watch it on ESPN three. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody should feel like they're being included in Mm -hmm. the fun, the fun and the Mm -hmm. cool things, (laughs) the innovative things that are happening. I mean, whether you're a Jack Pride donor all the way up to the champion level. I know I I pulled up the giving guide. I I memorized it, Tyler. I I pulled up, I pulled up the the giving guide. That's very good. I know because I had a couple questions about that. But, um, and then I guess just real quick, kind of remind everybody about the whole 
parking deal though for i mean if you're if they need to renew or what do they mm-hmm. need to do for that if they're a season ticket holder yeah so uh obviously one of the one of the big um incentives for giving to the purple lights fund is a close parking spot absolutely uh, to whether whether it's football or basketball or hopefully you know we can um again grow into maybe a mm-hmm. baseball parking area or soccer now that we have the facility yeah. Yeah. To do that. Um, so there, there are some things on the table but as far as basketball goes you know we, we we're kicking off or tipping off i guess here in what three four weeks or so um and mm-hmm. and now is the time to to get your renewals in and and donate and um obviously if you have season tickets that that parking pass is good and uh it's you know it it helps especially in those cold i say cold being from ohio you know, <laughs> it's hard to say cold when it dips underneath 50 degrees you know it's, yeah, people uh, here are cold. It, get, it does yeah. get a little chilly though i mean it's a different kind of cold down yeah, here chilly chilly is a good word yeah when it, it gets a chilly little, little bone chilling yeah especially chilly if it's and, rainy and a little bit cold. rainy you know yeah that, that can be a long walk from from all the way on the, on the north side <laughs> it really of the, can the be walk. i know jacqueline's done that walk a few <laughs> times uh-huh. although i'm i'm premium and i like to get the parking passes up front <laughs> that's why i donate that's the whole point if i want to that's park up close that is the added incentive Exactly. That's right. So since we're closing in on the end of the year, mm-hmm. kind of tell us a little bit more about the Raise the X campaign and kind of the initiative towards the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. so there's what a couple different for? things um, that that our fans can can expect. Uh, first is we, we launched a, a digital golf tournament. Which I'm okay, super that excited was the for. Next yeah. Yeah, that I'm super yeah. excited for. Perfect segue. Yeah, so uh, the golf tournament is something that is – really really creative and, and sort of we're one of the few schools in the country that are doing this um oh, wow. and it, it's it's us let's see who is it um it's us utah state texas tech did it uh, air force did it mm. um and there's a couple other ones so but did y'all see one of them do it and think oh that's a cool idea let's hopefully that works for us or adjust it for our needs or well how that came about how that came about is is uh the the company that that's helping us fundraise and really ever since okay. uh the duke week literally mm-hmm. we came mm-hmm. onto them with I, I was in i was in the, a traffic jam in the middle of arkansas driving up to ohio for thanksgiving yeah last year about this time right um and the, the company's called caring sense and they are mm-hmm. they're they're a company that uh helps athletics departments um leverage their social media following into uh, uh an email list that you can ultimately engage in terms of uh of donations and so um what they what they help us do is create content um and they they help us leverage uh victories or conference championships or things that are notable mm-hmm. and so we can get yeah. out of our zip code and find somebody in new york that is an alumni uh, but hasn't, you know, they graduated from, from SFA and they moved to New York and they've been living in New York for 25 years. Um, like, what is their incentive to give if they can't come to a game? Because the whole first part of this conversation was about, okay, you give to the Purple Lights Fund because you get a parking pass, you get in a hospitality joint. But, like, if you live out of state or if you're only going to come to one game, you know. What's the incentive? Like, why yeah. do it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, obviously, why do it? You support your student athletes. But from a from a, a transactional perspective, you know, mm-hmm, a lot right. of times it, 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 that's, that's how you have to think from an annual giving standpoint. Yeah. Cause what experience are they getting? If mm-hmm. they're not getting to come. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so, so other than just like the yeah. satisfaction of helping the school. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, uh, and thankfully we have, we have so many people like yourselves that mm-hmm. want to do things and do things the right way because you know the impact that it has. But if you're like, like for example, yeah. Graduated from Ohio state. Right. Like what's, you know, I, I'm not going to, you can't make every game. Right. I'm yeah. not going to give you're, you're, or any. You're in, <laughs> or any. Yeah, yeah. Your in-person engagement level has boundaries of exactly. what you can 
what exactly. you can feasibly do. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. And so one of the big challenges that, that I took upon when I came here is is looking at our annual fund from 10,000 feet and just looking at all the zip codes. Mm-hmm. You know, just you think about your, your Excel spreadsheet and you just look at all your zip codes. And probably like 85 to 90 percent of those were started with 759. Right. Right. And uh, and I was thinking like, you know, we have such a great alumni base in Houston and Dallas and other the big the other big cities in Texas. But also, you know, when 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 we go to New York for an NCAA tournament basketball game, we have a good following there. When, mm-hmm. when we go to uh, um, to to Durham, North Carolina. Right. You know, we had we had we had a contingent. A nice little section there. We had a great little bump and section. Yeah. And so um, how do we engage those people? Mm. And that's what Caring Scent ultimately does is they help us uh, utilize what I think is is the strength of our athletics department. That's our social media team and our marketing team. Mm -hmm. It's been the strength for a long time. Um, And I think now it's stronger than ever. And us being on the same cadence with our marketing team and our uh, digital team, mm-hmm. that allows us to uh, promote the stories of our uh, almost said cadet athletes, the stories <laughs> of our of our student athletes that my yeah. Air Force is showing. All right, yeah, um, and and uh, and give people an opportunity to give in a way that's not buying a ticket. Yeah, you know, and and Absolutely. it sort of helps everybody. So. That golf Inter- game is yeah. Introduce COVID, right? And <laughs> introduce here comes COVID, you know, and uh, um, you know some people say never, never let a good tragedy go to waste or a good crisis go to waste. Um, and this has given us the opportunity to expand our creativity level for Absolutely. our donors. Yeah. And the golf game is something that one, it's it's very modern. Yeah. You know, the new iPhone 12 is hitting people's pockets right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great game for them. If you just bought the new iPhone 12 or maybe you got the 11 last year and you've got this big old screen, don't know what to do with it, mm-hmm. you can play a golf game on it. <laughs> yeah, And it's Absolutely. all fully customized to – we had Evan, our, our great photographer, and our – I love Evan. Yeah. Yeah. He is, he's very talented. He does good work. Yeah. He does do great work. So he went sure. he went around campus and, and took photos of, uh, of very memorable spots, both mm-hmm. – um, Spots that our older folks can relate to, and also spots that the new, that which the is going to hit a lot of the older alums, like right yeah. in like the memorabilia, mm-hmm. like the nostalgia, post, like heart. Yeah, yeah. 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 The yeah. post where yeah. they do like remember this. And yeah, that hits a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it, it helps us diversify a little bit our our donor group, and you know we can capture the the younger kids that you know that, that just got the iPhone 12 and they want to play a golf game on right. it. Um, as well as uh, the older folks that are looking for something to do with something that to phone. do that's virtual <laughs> and safe. Yeah. So where, do, where do you go yeah. to play this game? Because I'm like on the tail end of this. I've seen yeah. some stuff pop up, but I haven't looked into it yet. Yeah. yeah so Tell so um, we've had a couple of email blasts go out. And if yes. you've engaged with uh, some of our content on social media, mm-hmm. you, you have an email waiting for you in, in your inbox and it'll say, you know, you know, golf registration now or something like that. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple different register buttons uh, on our Twitter account. Uh, there's a link. I think it's been posted now two or three times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the actual URL for the registration is, I should probably have it off the top of my head, huh? I was going to say, I was trying to look for my email. Yeah. Um, I probably deleted it because I already signed up for it. I was like, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in. We're in. I'm good. Um, but, uh, I should say while I'm pulling this up, there's, uh, other incentives, like just for, just for signing up, there's, there's almost like a little giving priority, uh, for signing up. So everybody gets a hundred plays. Yes. And between now and the 19th, uh, which follows the masters. 
and so this which is, is perfect timing right yeah right so so we're we're you know while while golf is on people's people's minds um at least certain people uh <laughs> it'll it'll be sort of top of mind and, and good to good to sort of engage with that but there's a couple different giving levels the the most basic one is is fifty dollars for your hundred plays um, and then it goes up from there um, and there's a couple different things so like we we had a a fat head developed I think it's six and a half by seven and a half inches of our new logo and so it's a big old sticker you can put on the back of your computer or the back of your car or put it on your wall in your bedroom or something yes um, and so that that gets you some uh... yeah I have it pulled up I pulled it up here on the computer mm -hmm. so it's the par level which is 50 bucks and that just gets you in mm -hmm. right then you have the birdie level which is a hundred dollars and you get the That's you get sticker. in and you get that awesome vinyl decal Yep. And then you the eagle level, which is 150, and you get the decal, and then you get this amazing Jack Pride yard sign that says "Proud Supporter of SFA Athletics" with the new logo and everything. And it's like just one of those, like you know, uh, kind of like H like signs, a like a campaign, kind of like sign. a campaign mm -hmm. sign, and you just stick it in your front yard. And then there's the double eagle level, $200, which again gets you into the game. That logo detail, and then a Duke victory poster, which is mm -hmm. fantastic. Yeah. And then yeah. that last, the hole-in-one level basically gets yeah, you everything. Everything, everything mm -hmm. that's involved. Uh, right. And and basically, and what's cool about the game, too, is that it's live. It's all live scoring. Yes. So, okay. So there'll be a live leaderboard similar to, like, at the Masters. Like, if you were to go to masters.org or whatever. Right. Uh, you can you can see where your position is, and so if you know if you're getting beat out, then <laughs> get on play there. Again. Yeah. I mean, you have a hundred plays, so yeah. you can go on oh, there. Yeah, and, yeah, cool. yeah. So then after so after that initial donation of say, like say I did the one fifty level, which is where I which is what I did. Mm -hmm. um, you know, is there? How else would you guys get money? Is it mm -hmm. how like how else does that happen? Is it just like the initial one fifty, and then that's all y'all get, or? Is there anything else after that, you know, like do if I like if I win the whole darn thing, you mm -hmm. know, what else do you get? So they're gonna this week we're gonna start releasing the uh the prizes for the top three okay, gotcha. scores. Okay. Um and I'll I'll leave that I'll leave the suspense on that one. <laughs> because, you know, but you know, we might have a helmet or a basketball or something involved in it, but um there'll be on top of your registration things that you mm -hmm. get, um, there's gonna be some uh, winner prizes for the top three. Gotcha. Maybe the top five, depending on how how, how, many, how many people, people register. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. Uh, but ultimately, we you know it's it's again you know, a way just that another we can fun engage. way to engage yeah, someone exactly. who lives in California, New York, yeah. North Dakota, or Nacogdoches, or Na yeah, yeah. And, and you don't feel comfortable, you know, going anywhere, or doing anything, mm -hmm. and you you want to give back, but you don't know how. So you're right. like, well, let me go on here and just give $250 or, you know, what I would spend for tickets or something, mm -hmm. you know, if they don't feel comfortable going to games and things, well, let me go on there and spend what I would spend buying basketball season tickets. Exactly. And then that way, SFA still getting contribute, you know, money, you but, get some swag and you, you get some right. swag. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's a win-win. Exactly. It's a, it's a win-win. Exactly. And then you can also do an additional contribution too. Yeah. If you want, if, yes. Nice. Um, and, and then the other thing that every, every, so the Raise the Axe campaign falls underneath the Purple Lights Fund, right? So Correct, yeah. The Purple Lights Fund is an annual fund organization that has really four or five different uh, funding right. priorities throughout the year. We have our unrestricted giving, which right. is if you give a gift and you get a parking pass in return, that's an unrestricted gift. Unrestricted gift means that goes into whatever our highest priorities are as an athletics department, not from a program level. And so for us, that's facility enhancements, nutrition programs, 
um, and summer scholarships, funding those. Right. So that gift supports just about everybody. Yeah. Uh, restricted giving is more philanthropic in nature. So if, if you just, you know, if you just, you know what, I am really proud of our bowling team mm-hmm. and I love what they're doing and I don't, I don't need a parking pass. I just want to give them my gift because I want to show my support. Right. That's a restricted gift. And uh-huh. that could be bowling, cross country, you know, whatever it is. That's program specific. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a parents fund to engage our, uh, the parents of current athletes. Uh, and then we have the J Association, which uh, launched earlier this year, um, and that's for former athletes. And there's a lot of really exciting stuff that's going to come out uh, of that before the end of the year. Um, and then finally, this Raise the Axe campaign is sort of a one-off uh, for this year. And one of the other ways to incentivize folks is whatever you give to the Raise the Axe campaign now mm-hmm. will be doubled next year when you renew your gift. So. Alex Rance, let's say you give $1,000. Right. Okay? And you give, over the course of this campaign, let's say you gave $500 on a couple different things. You signed up for the golf tournament. Mm -hmm. You, you know, got, you, you participated at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, And now when you renew your $1,000 gift Mm -hmm. next year, Mm -hmm. your $500 that you gave to the Raise the Axe campaign doubles. And so, really, your gift is now two thousand dollars, and you get benefits at two thousand. So you're put at that level. Yes. Wow. Okay. That's, and so, so it's a great right. way to increase. You know, like you can give the same. It's like two for one, basically. Yeah. For now, help us. You know, be that flex seal tape right, right now, and Stop then yeah. next year, yeah. depending on the gift, you could jump a level for giving the same amount that you normally do. Which then again increases what incentives that you get. I mm-hmm. mean, you go from yeah. you know getting you know again if you say like the five hundred dollar level, which is where I'm at level two, then it would be the thousand dollar level mm-hmm. at level two technically. But then there's like three more things you get with right. that. So exactly. that's again you get like more purchase priority. You get the hospitality rooms and yep. all that fun stuff and. Yeah. There's I also noticed that there's a bunch of new benefits as well that you guys have added mm-hmm. to from last year, mm-hmm. um, which I think is great. Like, um, who knows if that end of the year donor reception is going to happen? But anyway, but like there's a bunch yeah. of because of COVID. But yeah. I mean, not yeah. that it wouldn't right. in some capacity. Yeah. But right. there's a bunch of other stuff on there that wasn't there before, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. You know, membership gifts and things like that. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, great and, stuff. And, that, and that's that's just stuff that. Um, Mm-hmm. That we have to constantly refresh every year, right? You know, even even without a global pandemic. Well, of so. course, yeah. You always <laughs> have to have something new, something yeah. new. Yeah. Absolutely. We all been doing a fabulous job of coming up with all kinds of, you know, innovative, engaging ways. To, yeah, you really have, and to give more added value and being. Couldn't thank you guys enough for all the hard work that you're in. doing, and I know you guys are hustling hard and. You know, trying to make our experiences the best that they possibly can. So again, we're just we're just happy to to be able to have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our bag and in our on our to do list, yeah. you know the the stress of getting ready for a game. Right. Uh, a lot of people don't get to have that right now, and it's a absolutely. It's I mean, we're very, so blessed again. Like we met, yeah. we talked about this during our conversation with Drew, and we talked about it during our conversation. You know, just between us earlier, that like, we're just so thankful that we even get to have our butts in seats. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of colleges and universities around you know, the United States and even just around the world that you can't mm-hmm. do anything. You can't go watch. You can't, I mean, you have to watch from afar. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I mentioned and, in our, in our little interview with Drew, you want to take one guess at 
someone we played last season who's not allowing any fans in the winter. Is that the old Blue Devils? It is. It is the old Blue Devils. Can you imagine? I mean, I could you imagine Cameron without any? I can't even imagine do crazies or no no people in Cameron Indoor. It's just insane to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So, so again, be thankful to all of our excellent, you know, and hard work that they do. Yeah, absolutely. So, anything else you wanted to give us a little bit of uh, information about, or anything that you can think of? We talked about the Lumberjack Open. We talked about the new Loge seats. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about Raziac's campaign. Mm-hmm. Anything else coming up? We uh, can be well, looked forward to. Or... Yeah, I would just I would just encourage people to you know if um, we, we think we've we've got a little something for everybody mm-hmm. um, on the scale. We would and, agree with that. And, and absolutely. If, and if you have if you have the 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 itch you know in in your heart or in your soul or whatever it is and you want to you know i haven't done this in a long time i think now's the time to do it now is the time absolutely to support um and, yeah. and if you've been on the fence or if you've been um maybe middling or or, or uh thinking about maybe going up a giving level and experiencing some of the things and if it's in your budget it's in your family's budget i know mm-hmm. budgets are tight right now it's it's a weird awkward time to be asking people for money it is but totally when it's, it's the it is the it is the most important time right now to give money um and, and it, yeah it really is if you want sports to continue exactly. and i want to echo something you said yeah. because mm-hmm. i think it is important that a lot of a lot of the things that y'all are offering some people think oh that's above my budget but some of the stuff like for example the msus at the football mm-hmm. games okay maybe it's not in your budget to do that every game mm-hmm. but if you want to get a group of people together right. and pay for one for one game i mean we're doing that with a group of people and yeah it's, yeah for that one game it's about three times what we would pay for a normal ticket yeah but right. we got an eight-hour day. We have enough people to split right. it up. Mm-hmm. We put it on yeah. the calendar. We were going to do it that one time. And so, you know, budget and plan for it and right. do and a, then a one-off thing. Enjoy and an eight-hour day at football. Yourself. Exactly right. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and take you full know? advantage of it, you know, yeah. because yeah. because um, it's, like we said earlier, it's it's a blessing to come out and watch watch a football game and a basketball Absolutely. game. And, you know, we, we can we do it in, in a really fun way down there. And, right. Yeah, we're going to have you know. an eight-hour day. I mean, it's, <laughs> Literally it's an eight-hour be day. worth every yeah. penny that we pay yeah. for it because yeah. it's, it's more than great just seats. It's right. great the three-hour game. Yeah, exactly. it's an eight-hour day. So if you yeah. wanted to divide it up by how much we're paying per hour, right. we're paying about the same as we would to just sit and watch the game. And uh, absolutely. We have a whole day experience. Exactly. exactly. You know? and, and again, like you mentioned, I'll echo that as well, is the fact that even if you're kind of on the fence or kind of concerned, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't think I can afford the whole five hundred dollar, hundred thousand, or a thousand dollar, hundred thousand. Who's that? Come on, partner. Come on. Jack. Where are we at? <laughs> Where are we? That is not in my bank account. That is Tyler. not. That is not in my. Yeah. That is yeah. not. But like, I mean, you We're have you have like a that. level. I mean, in the Jack Pride level, you know, from fifty to ninety nine dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, don't go drink Starbucks for a week, and yeah. you got fifty bucks. You can throw yeah. over to SFA, and again, every little bit counts. Like, right. you know, you think yeah. that everybody needs to donate five thousand dollars ten thousand dollars as much as you love those donations and you're like wow thank you but obviously that's not all you get i mean there's plenty of people that probably give like 100 bucks here 100 bucks here 100 bucks here 50 dollars here and all that and if if everyone gets on board to giving smaller amounts i'm sure y'all would have would rather have a hundred stable continuous smaller donors than go for the one big donor yeah yeah and look like we 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 pride ourselves from an athletics department standpoint and saying like we're we're not asking people to do anything that we wouldn't do ourselves that you wouldn't pull out of your pocket and give as well right so like i for example i give ten dollars a month out of my paycheck Mm -hmm. to the uh to the purple lights fund and um 
a lot of, of our staff members also participate in that. And so mm-hmm. um, whether it's 10 bucks a month or five bucks or one dollar and whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, if it, it's it's more about the the impact that, that you're making and, and the statement that you're making about yourself, you know, right. you know, just just trying to help us help us get through this difficult time and, and make sure that yeah. we still have great things to offer our kids. Yeah, um, it's all about the student yeah, athletes like at the end you, of the day. If you want to I mean, continue watching it, yeah. you've got to invest at some some level yeah and you want to have all these amazing fun things for us to do you want to have a brand new performance center i mean where do you think that money came from you know we didn't just pull that money out of a hat it was donor driven Mm -hmm. so i mean you want to have we could do a whole nother podcast on that but we won't yeah that's a whole nother story but like it's just like it all goes back to just you know you want to have all these fun new shiny experiences and you know, buildings and why aren't we getting this and why aren't we getting that? Well, I mean, it takes money and mm-hmm. how do you get that money from donors? I mean, mm-hmm. so you just got to continue kind of driving that point home. That's exactly right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Dang, everyone, Tyler. Get engaged. Yeah, get engaged Talk somehow. To Tyler, find out what options. Yeah, like yeah Tyler, factors. give us your uh, contact information, maybe, you know, where people can email you or, you know, sh- shoot you a message and maybe where your office is if people needed to come and bust down your door. Yeah, yeah. Like, give me my pocket passes, boy. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So uh, my email address is my last name, Boone, B-O-O-N-E, and the two first uh, letters of my first and middle name, T C. So that's boontc at sfasu.edu. My work line is 936-468-7105. And and you'll see me buzzing around town with either uh, two of my dogs or my wife or whoever. Mm -hmm. Um, We're we're pretty, we we like to be pretty active in the community. And um, and my office is in the Austin building, the Office of Advancement on the third floor. so, you know, I'm, I'm around and, and whether it's Twitter or Facebook or, or Instagram, you know, I'm, I'm on social platforms, so you can reach out to me there. You can reach out to the Purple Lights Fund uh, social platforms. You can, you can visit yep. purplelightsfund.org, our mm-hmm. own website, where you can find out all this great information. My contact, contact information is there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you can donate at, you know, any time of day, <laughs> morning, noon, or night on yeah. there. There's a big old yeah. button that says donate now. Alex is about to take my job here. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> we, don't, yeah. we don't want all of it work. No, we'll you, you do a lot. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll just we'll just give you the platform to talk about it. Yeah. And, well, that's great. We and appreciate that. pump you up on social yeah. media. That's right. All the time. Good. Well, thank you so much Good. for you, devoting your time today yeah. and your busy schedule. Because, again, you, got, you and Chat Drew both us. have yeah. busy schedules, especially mm-hmm. with basketball starting soon. And so, again, mm-hmm. we definitely do appreciate you coming in and talking. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you having me. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Tyler. Welcome back, Lumberjack fans. All right. I mean, you guys, that was the best and probably the coolest guest we've had so far on our podcast. Like, love Drew, love Tyler. They are they are awesome. The bee's knees. I think it's going to be very informational info for all of our I, I think so, too. Because there's a lot going on and a lot of different stuff happening this season. A lot of so new stuff. It's a lot of new stuff. We wanted to get them on for a while. Really glad that they agreed. They, and they're the best, it'll be yeah. Help, it'll help, help them and help us to kind of get the word out yeah. to anybody who... You know, has a little more questions exactly. about all the stuff that's happening. Exactly. And we just want to say thank you again to them too for yeah. taking time out of their busy schedules and week. I mean, this is like their busy season. There's football, basketball's coming up. You know, they're both 
running around like a chicken with their head cut off trying to get yeah, their life together. a lot of more important things to do than, than to, to talk to chat with us. That talk to us nerds. But yeah. But hey, we're happy they did it. Yeah, so. and we appreciate them so much. So again, thank you to Drew and Tyler. Yeah. I mean, what electric dudes. Really, <laughs> really awesome guests to start off yes. the season with. I agree. We're it's looking, just going to get better. Yeah, we're looking <laughs> at a lot of new, yes. significant, really interesting guests. For it's going to so, be wild. It's going to be wild. Crossed, fingers have, are crossed. We started off with a bang. So we did. It can only go uphill from here. Boom. Crack the yeah. sound. That's not even the crack. <laughs> I don't even know. I was just so happy that we were able to snag them up and get them in um, both on the same day, too. I think that was awesome and appreciate that. Woo, baby. Are we ready to talk about the team? I'm beyond ready. <laughs> <laughs> I think, we, again, we've been ready since since March, like, or even beyond. Yeah, I mean, ever since COVID ruined our lives in March, for all of us that are sports fans, specifically basketball, it literally just like shoved a knife into our heart and twisted and twisted. It's been rough. It's think, been really rough. Yeah. I think the last dance documentary is like the only thing that got us by like the skin of our teeth. For basketball. Yeah. yeah. And like for me, it's been the <laughs> resurgence of baseball and like football has been really helpful yeah. with like the sports things. And I mean, and Jacqueline, I mean, she's not the biggest baseball or sports or football fan, but she's been at games and she's been, been. she's been at, and we have a game coming up this weekend on Saturday and we're going to be in the MSU. And it's going to be fantastic. It's my last home Listen, game. If and any of y'all see me acting a fool, mind your business. Mind your business. That's all I got to say. Well, because listen, we're going to be there for a it's while. <laughs> it's going to be like an eight hour long it's day. It's going to be a long day in the I'm MSU. Drinking and hanging out. Yeah, we're going to be going to be in a small group. We're going to be social distancing. Yes. Doing all the right stuff. Yes. Listen, we need this. And the thing we is, we've this. been around these people since the beginning of football season. And we've been tailgating yeah. with them probably almost every single game minus maybe one. So this is nothing new. Again, we will do all, all the safety procedures and things that need to be done. Uh, so do not worry about that. Um, and if you are planning on coming to the football game this weekend, please, please, please wear purple, be loud, get excited. Our team is playing great. I mean, this last weekend, apparently, according to Coach Carthel, we played like – the second best team of the season is the is the team we just played at Eastern Kentucky. Like behind SMU, like Ooh. they're supposed to be like the second best team that was on our schedule. And yeah. we wiped the floor at them. So we're starting to click. Yeah. Like those first games of the season, season were kind of just like obviously COVID and kind of weird. But now they're starting to click. And man, Colby Carthel, ever since that shirt, that shirt off celebration yeah. has just been firing on all cylinders. And so, <laughs> I mean – who else? He's in fifth gear. He really is in fifth gear. He is. That and is the highest gear, right? It's been a long time since I've driven the standard. I would actually. might go up to six. Literally, don't know. Y'all don't let me drive your standard vehicle. <laughs> no, I have no I experience. I can the only experience I have with the standard is literally sitting in the middle seat of my brother's truck when I was like seven or eight, and him telling me, "Okay, go first gear, second gear." <laughs> So literally, here I am, just little me, just going, er, 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 er. <laughs> and my brother was telling me what to do. I don't think my brother remembers that. He may. I don't know. But, like, that's the only experience. Do not let me pick a standard. I can I can drive it, but it's going to be rough. Yeah. Let's just better. No, I, let's just better. Anywho, let's let's go back. Stick, we have to, we do have to stick back. Let's just, let's go back. Okay. So the team, are y'all ready for this? This is going to be nuts. Yeah. There's just a lot to get through. So we're going to go over all of the changes and we have it broken up. We do. Segmented. Right. So first we have, we have three 
completely newbies who committed. I like to call um, them the new news or the yeah. bibbies. Yeah, the new, we like new news. Like the new that. news. They're the new news because they're all freshmen. So yeah. these are the new committed guys. So you tell us the first one, Alex. No, no, no I, I, I dive right in. I love this dude. I'm so like fired up and hyped for this guy. Um, he was huge uh, get that we got from uh, Grand Prairie, Texas. Jalen Posey. I'm he's excited an, about him. I am so excited. So he's in a, he was number seven on the Texas high school ranking list. Uh, he, obviously, he's a freshman. Yes, he committed on uh, he committed early. I think a little bit. It was like yeah, it was this time era. It was October of last year when he committed, and uh, he's a point guard. He's six two. He's one ninety. But I think that was one ninety prior to coming to SFA. Yeah, because yeah. I can guarantee he's put on some pounds and put on some lbs and put on some muscle. Uh, with uh, our strength and conditioning guy. I, I'm positive. I'm positive. I'm waiting on him to put me on that program. I wanna I'm telling you. I want the abs that these dudes are rocking with. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you follow him on, on Instagram, he posts a lot of the workouts he does with them, okay. I think. And so, we'll I mean, he, I, so great. I mean, he's been working really hard with these guys. So I think that 190, that might have shut up a little I'm bit. Sure. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Anyway, so three-star recruit. Again, like I mentioned, he's from Grand Prairie, Texas. And, you know, again, big get. He's had a, he had a lot of other pretty good offers. I mean, he had offers from U of H. He had offers from uh, Law Tech. He had offers from Colorado State, Louisiana. I mean, big get. And this guy is – I'm, I'm praying, I'm hoping that he's everything that he's advertised to be, and I, I really think he is. Yeah. I think he has a good attitude from what we've heard. Um, he's ready to play. He's ready to put in the effort. And then I think that's always kind of like one thing that sometimes these freshman recruits um, – kind of don't have or they especially the big names yeah you know they kind of feel like their paintings are too big and so we've had lots of we've those. had lots of those and which again great talents just the attitude wasn't really there especially for the way that coach keller runs the program yeah, yeah. so moving on you tell us we, about we, got high hopes for that, so we do we do I'm going to take the second one since he's, uh, he's, a, he's a hometown boy. He is a hometown boy, um, yeah. So we got number 48 on the Texas high school ranking list. Um, and again, we've said this before. I'm sure I'm going – got to get him to we have to, to We us. have to get his name pronunciation correctly. So yeah. we can say it, but I'm just going to say Nana. Uh, That's our boy Nana. I, I'm not even going to try the last name. But Nana, he's a freshman. Like I said, uh, he went to NHS. Um, Which is NAC high school. Yeah, yeah. He verbally yeah. committed – in July of 2019. So, yeah, early. he was really early, um, yeah. Yeah, SFA was his only choice, so that was pretty that was easy. Offers, that was an easy choice. It was an easy choice, yeah. Um, he is, of course, a center. He is 6'9". I like the height there. which is not really a lot for 6'9". But, again, um, I think the LBs are getting – Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. – and full disclosure, my dad and I and his best friend went and watched him play in high school, and mm-hmm. he needs a little work. Um, Rough around the edges, maybe? He is okay. very tall. Um, you know, I mean, he's a freshman. We, we got some work to do. He's a freshman. He's a freshman. He's, um, he can be molded. And he needs the yeah. strength and conditioning program that a college provides yeah. to get him where he needs to be to get down low and bang around. I agree. I agree. Which I really think so, he can He can absolutely be that guy for However, us. Yeah. from from the inside scoop that I've gotten, mm-hmm. he has made some drastic 
improvements. Improvements. Oh, I love to hear that. So I, I think love there's to hear a that. ton of potential there. Well, and he's a hometown boy. His dad teaches at SFA. It's, he has it's a, a wonderful get for us. And and that's an, I think that's yeah. a really big positive is the fact that he is a hometown boy. His dad works at SFA. You know, he he loves Nacogdoches. He wants to play hard for us, and yeah. he, he's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, you know he's what I mean. A sweet kid. He's a sweet kid. He's been following us on yeah. Twitter for almost a year. Like yeah. right as soon as he got signed at SFA, like he started following us, and he's yeah. he's been interacting with us. So hey, Nana, we love you, man. Anyway, once, yeah. Once he gets a few LBs on him, I agree. It's you know what? Be a different and you know, him. and you know, learning under Gavin. A, because you know Gavin is very strong down there. He will fight for any ball. So I think watching yeah. him, playing with him will help. You know what I mean? Getting those time, that time in during practice and really yeah. kind of going up against him. And we got the one of the best assistant coaches for those dudes in Coach Cox. Yeah. Coach Cox can take a friggin' sloth and mold <laughs> him into a tiger. As long as we don't have a repeat of our last – Big man that was that tall. Well, he got ruined happy. a long time ago. So he got ruined a long time All ago. All right. And if you don't know who we're talking about, <laughs> if you know, if you, you know, know, you know. Yeah. Again, Coach Cox, if he has like it's a it's a fresh little new new Coach Cox, I really think can give him this the skills and the technique. Yeah. Well, he's he's got the attitude and, and he has the attitude, the willpower to yeah to work stick hard with it. So I agree. As soon as we get a few pounds and some muscle on him, he's gonna be he's gonna be he's gonna be good. Lights out. Agreed. All right. And then lastly, we have Russell. Russell Hyman. I'm assuming that's how you say his last name. We're assuming. We're assuming. And again, if we're wrong, please correct us. That way we can get it right throughout the rest of the season. Uh, freshman. He was a late arrival. We don't really have too much information yeah, on him. no bio yeah. on, on the website. No so. bio. So we're just kind of rolling with what was so, Russell, available. tell us about yourself. We need to know more about you, Russell, so that we can tell the masses because all we got are. is that you're a six-one guard from South Lake Carroll. That's, That's all we got, and that you're a new guy, a freshman. Yeah, we need we need we need info. we need more bios. We need more like what are your likes and dislikes? You know, yeah. do you do you listen to podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> um, we just need this information because we're gonna be all up in your face. I know that sounds really weird. Let me <laughs> let me let me go back on that. We're gonna be around as long as you're here. So yeah. if you want people to know who you are gotta tell us who you are yeah we need yeah. we need details because if you want some you know russell russell chance in the stand you're gonna have to get friendly with the peoples okay moving on moving on now we're gonna move to transfer the transfer yeah the guys who were are new to sfa but not new to college basketball yeah right some of these guys are transferring from two-year schools so juco's mm-hmm. coming to sfa some of them not Surprisingly enough. Yeah. So first we'll just start off with our guy, Nigel. So Nigel is a transfer from UTEP. So University, University of Texas, El Paso, um, which we played in football actually recently um, coming SFA. So he's coming in as a junior, right? Uh, position. He plays a uh, shooting guard, height, six two, weight, 175. So again, going to get, he was already pretty, yeah. you know, pretty well built and muscly, but I feel like again, getting on the collegiate, you know, four year with uh, God, his name is gonna is is escaping me at the moment. Like I like I know his name, the strength and conditioning guy for basketball. Oh, um, it's not Chris because that's the Cody. Cody, God bless America. Cody, yeah. once getting under Cody's tutelage, these yeah. guys will definitely get some lbs on him. Uh, he's from actually from Sci Falls High School, and he is eligible to play this season. That was yeah. a huge get because we were concerned that because transferring in, you know the. 
I hate the NCAA. Yeah, I really we had, do. We had to work to get that one, and They're I think that's going to make a tremendous corrupt difference. as shit. I can I can't help it. I have to say it. I can't. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's, anyway, they're arbitrary. They really best. are. They are. The rules only apply to those who they want their rules to apply for. Yeah. Everyone else gets shit. <laughs> Anywho. Okay, I'm going to tell you about these next two because I'm like over the moon excited about them. So the first one, DeAndre Heckard yes. played with our boy Cam yeah. at TJC. I just can't wait for that. And y'all, I live in Tyler. Had anyone told me mm-hmm. that we were getting him, like I would have been going to these TJC games and Absolutely. him out. Because and you think the, the best part is, is I'm pretty sure I watched him play because oh yeah, Angelina plays yeah. TJC. And so unbeknownst to me, I was cheering against a future <laughs> lumberjack. We had no idea. We, we had no idea. I'm so sorry, reason. DeAndre Heckard, but now again, you're changing your uniform to the purple and white. So, so now, now you're good. DeAndre is a junior point guard, six yes. one. He was a two star recruit in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, he is from Romeoville, Illinois. I like that name, Romeoville. Yeah. So is I'm there a Julietville? Literally, Illinois? like y'all know how stoked and fired up I got about Cam last year mm-hmm. and. Just mm-hmm. how freaking good he was, and so I can't wait to see the two of them play together. The connection like, there—they played. Like, they played with each other. I feel like there's going to be some crazy like ESP chemistry. Oh, there's there the has to be. There has to be because so again, they've played together. They know each other. They know each other's movements, and yeah. you know what I mean. I could I could really foresee some really strong like alley oops and some pick and rolls coming yeah. through the pipeline, and I am just beyond ready for that. I can't wait. Can't yeah. Wait. I cannot wait to hear Rob Myers on the radio. <laughs> and then, of course, our arena caller, Danny Merrill, just be like, you know, DeAndre to Cam Johnson and like, for three or, you know, like, taking it downtown. Just some crazy, you know, because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. All right. Tell us about our, our next boy. So the, the last transfer that we have to discuss um, his name is Elijah Elliott. And this is pretty he, new too, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is pretty new. recent. I didn't put down what date he committed. But, um, recent, recent. He's coming to us away from Kansas. <laughs> uh, Speaking of Kansas, I'm sorry. Yeah. Screw you, dude. Like, I get it, but at the same time, coward. Like, We're you, very sad. You could have rescheduled it for happened. some other time. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know. The I don't know all they lived. They didn't have another opening in there. Probably not. Room. But the fact that they pushed us out, but left in all the other guys, you know, maybe they just didn't want the smoke. They know. really don't. <laughs> they really didn't. I'll tell you that right now. They really didn't. But yeah, so Elijah Elliott is a sophomore. He is a six-three guard. Um, to tell you a little bit, he's he's a Texas boy. Um. He came from Liberty Christian School in Argyle, Texas. Uh, so he kind of skipped around a little bit in high school, but uh, he played for Liberty Christian School. He played for Advanced Preparatory International High School in Dallas. Um, he played, then he went and played in an IMG Academy in Florida, came back and finished at Carroll Senior High School in South Lake. So anyway, he's, he's Texas boys from Dallas. Um, he was invited as a walk-on for Kansas and mm-hmm. joined the team in the summer. Um, of 2018. However, he appeared in nine games, including four in Big 12 plays. So, so he's I mean, had some big. He's had. Yeah. He has experience in on the big he's stage. Played okay. in some big games. Yeah, as a freshman. Mm-hmm. So, so he um, played against Kansas State, 
Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Iowa State is mm-hmm. what I'm assuming. Okay, yeah. Yeah, those are the four big that he, games that he, he played, played in. in. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So again, he has experience yeah. on the big stage, and that's and as a vital. Fresh, a freshman walk on and yeah. playing four Big Twelve games. That's, that's huge. Major. As a freshman walk on at, yeah. at Kansas, like again, that's not. I'm not going to say unheard of, but that's yeah. great experience that we needed. I love that. Fantastic. All right. Well, I'm so glad that you guys decided to transfer to SFA, and I hope that you guys are ready for the season. We are, you know, Nigel, DeAndre, Elijah. I'm going to call him E.E. or something. Uh, Elijah Elliott, double E there or something. So we got six new ones. We have three commits and three transfers. Oh, man. All right. So let's move on to the guys that have been on our team and have either graduated, transferred out, or they're just gone. Yeah, yeah they're just not coming back. Um, so first we'll start with graduated. Our, our three players, our three boys that we love so much, Kevon, Nathaniel, and Johnny Boy. I know. I know. We're going to miss them so much, but we know that they're they're moving on, hopefully, to bigger and bigger, bigger and better things. And, you know, I can't wait to see what they do. And Kevon's yeah. waiting for his little baby girl yeah. to be born. And Soon. so excited for him and Tyler. And I, I think he posted the other day on Twitter that he was going to a pro day. Yeah. And so that. hopefully there's going to be some good news coming out of that. Um, and if anything... Again, his little baby girl is coming soon. So yeah. that's fantastic news. Wow. And then Nathaniel, I know Nate's in, uh, he said he was in living in Colleen. Yeah. yeah. And uh, not 100% sure what he's doing now, but we're waiting on an update. And hopefully you guys will get one too. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, wait nudge. Wait for that one. Wait Nathan, for that's, it. That's going to be a dynamic guess. That's going to be insane. <laughs> Cannot Anyone wait. Anyone who has only, for any fans who have only watched games like on TV or not in person, yeah, you literally have no earthly idea of the like larger than life personality and sense of humor yeah. of Nate. Like you yeah. just don't even know what you're missing. I can't even explain it to you. Like Alex and I love sitting right behind the bench, but literally our number yeah. one player interaction is Nate. Is like, Nate? Is is Nate? I mean, never have I interacted so much with a player. <laughs> never. never, never. And and, and honestly, uh, half the time, I, I don't even know if like, it's not like he, kn- he knows that we're there and he does, but he yeah. does, but it's like, he almost like he, he knew that we were there like snapping pictures. I was always snapping pictures of him because he was always doing weird stuff, dancing, <laughs> yeah. making jokes you know, screaming, his facial expressions were just hilarious. I have plenty of pictures and like gifts of him, you know, uh, making weird faces and dancing. It, it, just hilarious. And it's, it's not at all that he's like not involved in the game or paying attention. It's to all the game from the game. Or that yeah. he's making a show. It's literally, he is so involved. involved. Yes. And even when he's not in the game, even yes. if he's not going back in the game. He's the biggest cheerleader. Like he's yeah. gonna be cheering for people. He's involved in the game. He's motivating. Oh, 100%. If he hears Alex and I yelling, which he does multiple times a game. Yeah. You know, if we say some stupid shit, or he'll laugh. Or the few times I'm funny, I don't. Something. Or that you know, Jacqueline says something quippy and with yeah. you know. I mean, uh, he's just yeah. A thousand percent engaged. No matter. Hundred percent. Yeah. So his attitude was always you know very much team centered, and again, even if he wasn't in the game during that specific play. He, it felt like he was, yeah, because he was just so involved, and so be a big gaping hole in our heart. Yeah, I'm hoping sure. that someone kind of takes someone that energy. Up. Someone better step up that energy. It's just the energy that Nate has, and y'all saw, like, if you even if you watched a game 
um, on TV or even if you were in person, but weren't necessarily like, boom, right up next to the bench. Like, you know, the type of energy that Nate is either, you know, starting lineup or off the bench. Like if he comes in off the bench, like his energy is bar none. Like he will run circles around people. He will, he will put his body on the line. And speaking of putting his body on the line, our boy, Johnny, we, I stand Johnny boy so hard because, and he honestly should have gotten more accolades than maybe what he did. Like he was such a workhorse. Like talk about put your body on the line 24 seven. Like he's been injured so many times. He will literally stand there and take a charge like a champion and he will charge other people. I mean, he, he will put his body on the line 24 seven. I've never seen a dude work and run so hard at his position. Like he's like textbook role player. If you look up role, yes. there's a picture of him and it's not the most glamorous job. And so no, it doesn't get all of the, all of the fancy, yeah. you know, accolades. Like I mentioned, yeah, he doesn't, but he should have. Yeah. And, and he not saying he didn't like, he did get a lot of, we all know how amazing Johnny was and how, you know, how great of a player he was a team player, role player, like Jacqueline mentioned, but like, you know, sometimes he wasn't high point on the board in which it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter what he, I mean, if he had one point, two points, no points, his, his play, his impact was defense really. Yeah. And bringing the ball down the court, his defense. I mean, he created so many turnovers. Yeah. I need, I need, I need to look back and look and see how many turnovers <laughs> that boy actually like, has on his on his record yeah we we need to because i'm pretty sure he had if not the most on the team he had a lot oh yeah yeah. uh so transferred oh no 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 we missed one one he didn't play but he was vital to our success success as a team gavin mr defense defense i if you've ever ever been to one of our games in person you know. This is G-Money. G- <laughs> uh, our team manager, Gavin. Yeah, who he graduated. He started the defense chant every, every time. time. Every time. time. Without fail. So if no loud. one else was cheering. Yeah. Oh, he was louder than everybody. He was louder than Purple Haze. He was louder than the whole damn school. I yeah. mean, like, again, even on if we were watching, even if we were watching on TV, <laughs> you could hear his ass in the background. Defense. Like. He, without fail, every time they were on defense was cheering defense every single time. And he was just, he was a great, great uh, manager. I'm not sure who is going to be like head manager um, now. We'll find yeah. out, obviously. But I think he was just, he cracks us up. Anyway, and we, we love you, Gavin. And yeah. I saw him actually on Halloween um, oh. at the brewery. And he was wearing a SFA basketball jersey. I think it said disruption on the one of the ones that said disruption. And I saw it from afar and I was like, surely that's not a player. <laughs> and because I was like, because they would a little too short. A little too short. Surely. And then he turned around and I was like, this son of a bitch. Oh my God. And then and then yeah. And then as, as soon as the schedule is out, he messaged us and was like, yeah, we're we're taking a road trip to Louisiana. Yeah. Or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If they if they have fans, I'm like, like load up. Load up. We are ready. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. So our, our one player who transferred out, mm-hmm. uh, Otis mm-hmm. Walker. Oh. Um, as we he call him out to Alcorn state. Oh, who we're yeah. actually playing. We are season. playing. So we're going to see him again. Okay. Well, yeah. Oh, 
good luck to you. Hopefully everything works out. And, you know, and again, he transferred out, I guess, I think he was a sophomore, right? I think so. I think so too. Um, if yeah, any, that's what we have on there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's a sophomore. Yeah, All right, cool. Okay. Moving on to our like question mark. Like we're not sure why they left or just flat out left with no, like, yeah. you know, if they graduated, it didn't really say, or they just didn't come back. No idea. Uh, well, yeah, none of them graduated. I know that. Okay. Well, yeah, um, it just no, not quite sure yeah. where everybody went here. Um, so we have Gabe, who didn't play any last season. I think he was just a walk-on. Yeah, we have Gabe and Landon both, who I think were walk-ons. Walk, yeah. And, and I know Landon was, like, injured. Yeah, he was injured he was the whole – Yeah, I which made sense. Too, and I think so, too, in the very beginning, because I think he was injured as well. Yeah. And that's fine. Totally fine. We just – there's really no yeah. – like, hey, we transferred somewhere else or... Yeah, I think they're probably just not playing. They're probably, yeah. I mean, especially if they're yeah. walk-ons. And then, of course, we had Tyler. Yeah. Which Tyler means, Zibney, yeah. Um, which he's a big Seinfeld fan. A big Seinfeld fan. I know. I don't think you were with me this day, but one of the days um, after the Duke game, whenever I was, like, running into the Coliseum, I saw Tyler and said, hey, for a second. Yeah. And I think he's working on getting into physical therapy school. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Physical therapy or PA. And mm-hmm. so he said that he probably wouldn't play gotcha. again the next season. Focusing on school. Just because it was kind of too much. He knows he's Understood. not, you know, he knows he's not a starter or right. whatever. And so he's very grateful, happy, thankful to be a part of the team last year and have a whirlwind season. But right. now his, you know, college his actual college um classes are stepping up to mm-hmm. the point where he can't mm-hmm. can't bounce but so that was a very like you know happy that makes um, sense thing it was yeah funny. that makes sense okay Whatever. yeah um so great luck to you tyler um in all of your studies i and, was right and he's such a fun guy um john really i'm movie. sorry i was right johnny boy I knew, I knew 59 steals I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Is that the most on the team? Yes. Okay. I, 59. I knew, it, I knew it had to The be. next closest, of course, was uh, Kevon, 47. Well, But yeah. 59. Yeah. I knew it. That boy, I swear. Okay. Moving on. And then our, our fourth little player who left is... Disappointing is I'll get out. I mean, I'm still, I'm still grieving. He's not... Uh, not grieving as in anything terrible happened to him. Not <laughs> let's just, yeah, Let let's just clear that, that up. Um, Maybe not the best phrase. He's yeah, grieving. I not said that. We're I'm saddened. very sad. Yes. I'm disappointed that Samaj was not returning to play for us. So. I, yes, I There was a I lot agree. of potential there, and he was such a sweet kid. And, yes. He did have uh, a lot of potential, man. and I really wish that he would have had, I'm not saying he had a poor attitude. I just hope, I just wish he had more of like a team mentality, you know, just I'm here for the team. Like, yes, of course, personal stats are great and all, but like, yeah. you know, maybe you don't play every single play, you know, there can only be five guys on the court at one time. We can't have everybody on the court at one time kind of a thing. And we wish him well. I, yeah. you know, I hope he does end up somewhere because he does have a lot of talent. Yeah. Maybe not in the Southland. Cause we really don't want to play against you. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. That's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah. Especially, you know, if you do land somewhere and really start, improving upon the kind of talent you already have. But again, you know, I think he had a lot of good talent. I think he had really a lot of potential to build onto the talent he already had, but I think it was mainly just the, the, the attitude thing and which is unfortunate. Again, we don't know hundred percent why I'm just assuming, you know, based off of 
prior players we've had that have left after the one year kind of similar, almost like similar yeah, things. College is hard for a lot of It really of is. Guys, it really is. You know, especially yeah. depending on where they come from, like their background, their high school, their family life, you know, things sometimes yeah, course, just don't a, work out. A separate set of challenges for everyone. So we 100%. miss you, Samaja. We hope you the best. We do. We game. do. We wish you the no, best. Yeah, no, you know, hard feelings. Yeah. The fact that you're gone, we're, you know, we are sad that you are, but I mean. Yes, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to keep up with you on Instagram and comment when your hair is in your face and tell you that we need to see your face. You know, <laughs> I really do. I'm like, we can't even see your face in that picture. Like move your hair out of your face. I sound like my oh my grandmother now. You do sound like your um, grandmother. Oh, anyway, man. Okay. We do, we do. Okay. Yeah, we got our returners. We do, we do. So the returnees. Let's let's talk about the re- little the little group of guys that are coming back, man. Five seniors that Five. we have. Just, wow, insane. Right? Five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we got we got our boy, Raw T. Raw T, not Rody. Roddy, not Roddy, 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 where? Um, senior, we got Cam Johnson, Cameron. Um, Cam's one of our uh, Roddy is too. We, we, man, we love them all. We yeah. love them all, obviously. But we got Cam, yeah. uh, who again, who's a senior. We have uh, David Kakulis. Like Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's how I remember it. That is how I remember it too, is Cackle Reese, like Reese's Pieces. Um, he also a senior, Charlie Daniels, never went down to Georgia. Rest in peace, Charlie. <laughs> Not our Charlie, the other Charlie who just passed away. <laughs> um, he's returning as well. We got Calvin Solomon, sophomore, uh, Gavin, not Gavin. Yeah. Gavin, uh, Kensmill, senior. We have Kyrie McDaniel. Uh, he is a red shirt freshman. I'm excited for him. Yeah. I know. I'm excited to see him get to play. And if y'all will remember, he and Calvin played in high school together. Correct. So I'll Correct. be excited to see the two of them and their dynamic Me too. out there together. Me too. And then we have another one of our little favorite guys. I'm so glad he's Demir. back. Demir Brown. Yeah. I know. Red shirt junior. And so those are the, those are the boys that are back. Um, we do have one addition to our staff. So I'm, I'm so excited to explain we about this one. I'm very excited. I added in these notes here. Yeah. So if anyone wants to remember back to our wonderful 2016 season when we beat West Virginia. Beautiful. Uh, Beautiful. CJ Williams played wow. for us. Actually, if you look back, the like the iconic picture of walk up with his tongue out, yeah. CJ's in the background. Right, yeah. Of that. Yeah. So anyway, CJ has come back. He's our video coordinator. Um, so yeah, he played for SFA 2015-2016 as a junior transfer from Hill College. Um, we're super excited to have him back we on the bench. We really are so glad. I'll be so nice to see him back in purple. Yeah. And, um, you know, the reason why he hasn't he didn't play past at SFA is he had a health scare and – um, ever since then, he's been busy coaching and doing all those fun things at different getting different educated, places, getting educated, and so we're so happy to have CJ back. And he's such a great addition. And the best thing about CJ is why I'm so glad he's back too. Is is his his passion and his enthusiasm. Yeah. You know, we we lost Nate, which was our passion yeah. and enthusiasm. And I think having CJ on the bench is just literally he's going to be another cheerleader on the bench. Like, yeah, it'll be a little spark. Absolutely. I think. I, I think I think it's always great when we have former players 
on the bench as coaches or in some sort of coaching capacity. Cause I just, again, I think it's such good leadership and it just kind of goes back to coach Keller and the coaches of how, you know, they, it's a family environment. Yeah. Well, and I think the players can identify with them. And so it's absolutely it's a really good shared experience absolutely. and they, they can kind of, you know, work through things together. So I agree. I think I'm excited to have him back. I um, agree. Okay. So biggest question that, I have in that I know Jacqueline we've we've had many discussions prior to this podcast is going to be our prediction for the possible starting five there's about there's four dudes there's four dudes that are guaranteed I'm guaranteeing right now as a lock yeah guaranteeing lock we got a thousand percent yeah we got Rotti Gavin David and Cameron like if they those four aren't in the starting lineup I will be shooketh like there's no way Unless one of the new news just, like, really blows it out of the water. No way. Exactly. And so from there, based off of last year's performances, we are tied. We're, we're, we're pro-conning. We're trying to figure out who that fifth starter is going to be. So I'm going to say I do agree with you. It'll be between Charlie and Calvin. However, I will add this. Because yeah. last year they did each start they did. a game or two. They depending did. on who we were playing and, and whatnot. who was sitting out um, or, you know, yeah, resting Yeah, what the dynamic was. Yeah. But what I'll say is I I think it's a pretty even tie between it, the two of them. That's what I'm saying. It's a tie. However, I think that Keller will probably start Charlie because he's Older. senior and has mm-hmm. more – you know, experience and time under his I belt. I agree. I feel like um, if that's the way that we're going to go, if we're going to go with experience and time, you know. Because I feel like yeah. if uh, – Not experience. And then Calvin if, will be first off the bench. talent level, they're evenly matched. Yeah. The tiebreaker is going to be who's older and has more experience. Cause, Agreed. Because Calvin has more days to come of starting. Oh, absolutely. Again, Calvin's a sophomore. Yeah. So he has plenty of opportunity. And, again, if so if that's the case, then guarantee Calvin's going to be that first guy off the bench. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I'm excited to see what he does this year because and then, but and then when you look back at all the other guys we have that have just that have transferred in and then some of the new players, the little new news, I mean, there's a lot of talent. And so I'm just really kind of excited to see the formations and like yeah. the plays that we can pull off. You know, a lot of energy, a lot of dynamic, you know, opportunities kind of await us this season. Yeah, so. and so like we said, this this is going off what we've seen thus far, and we haven't seen any of the new ones. We haven't. So, so again, that's why we don't we're know. that's why we're kind of tying between Charlie and Calvin is just because, based off of last season's performance, like it would just be and make the most sense if it is if it's either yeah. between Charlie and Calvin. So just can't wait to see what happens there. So okay. let's talk schedule. Yes. Yeah. The schedule's been released now. Thank God. Um, and as you'll know, I'm sure I'm sure this is a given, but COVID, who knows what may happen with that schedule. It might change up. Yeah. It's going to be a very fluid situation, but this, this is what we have as of the right. recording of this podcast. Exactly. On Tuesday, November 10th, this At is what we have. 4.16 p.m. <laughs> so again, I guess just before we get started, just re- I guess the only thing I would say is just try and be flexible. If there's a game that's rescheduled or a game that's completely canceled because of COVID, don't blame anyone. Don't call. Don't freak out. Yeah, it's, ref- the, it's the nature of the game this season. It's the nature of the whole situation we're in. So just try and be as patient and show grace as possible. Yeah, refer back to our whole interview with Drew and just know literally. That, just know that there are people who. Yeah. want to make this season happen, want so hard to make this season happen, and they're going to do everything they can. So, Right. 
Let's just take the changes where we get them. Okay. So, I'll open yeah. up. The first thing we have to start off the season is this MTE tournament. So, I think that's like multi-team event is, is what that stands yeah, for. Yeah, so. Yeah. There's several of these happening all over the country, and the ladies are doing one as well. I think theirs is in Katy, uh-huh. right? I believe so. Um, yeah. But so the guys are playing in one that – so within this multi-team event, they have different pods, and each pod has three teams. that They only play those three teams. It's limiting exposure. So this MTE is in Connecticut mm-hmm. at the Mohegan Sun Casino. Mm-hmm. We are playing Rhode Island – St. Bonaventure and Towson, November yeah. 25th, 26th, and 27th. So boom, boom, boom. Wednesday, um, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, three back days back right in a row. Yeah. And I want to just give a little background um, on some of these teams. So <clears throat> Wade sent me these notes just to kind of put in perspective for y'all who we're, who we're up against here. Yeah, um, again, It's going to be a very tough start to the season, which is good. That's great. We're we happy. We want that challenge. We're happy with this challenge. But yeah. So first game is Rhode Island. Last year, Rhode Island beat Alabama and Providence, and they bring back most of their team. Okay. Uh, the second game, St. Bonaventure, last year they beat Rutgers, which we should have beat we Rutgers. We should have beat Rutgers. But yeah. they bring back all five starters. Um, the third game, Towson, last year they beat Florida, and they're also returning most of their best players. Okay. So, so, so there's the start. <laughs> there's the thing, is that, yes, even though everybody that's going to be at our starting five is returning technically, they've only, I mean, they're returning players. Us or them? What are you saying? No, us. Like even oh. though the five guys on our on our starting lineup are all technically returners, they don't really have. I mean, we don't have Kevon. We don't have. Right. We don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they're returning, but they're not all returning starters, and right. they're not all Kevon, or they're not all Nate Bain, or they're not all John yeah. Como. Yeah. You know what I mean? These guys have played for us one year, so let's just. See how it goes. I mean, we're playing three really, really, really good teams to start off the season, which yeah. is a positive thing. We like the challenge. Yeah. And whether or not we come away with a victory on any of those three games, we should, again, just be glad we're playing. Yeah. <laughs> so It'll we'll, be an exciting yeah, tournament. So we'll let everybody know on our social medias, and I'm sure so will social uh, SF Athletics and Basketball. Yeah, how, how to tune in. How to tune in. How to Yeah, exactly. How to yeah. watch and everything. Okay. Next, we got December 2nd. That's a Wednesday versus Harden-Simmons, and that's our first home game. So first home game, December 2nd, Harden-Simmons. Can't wait. I mean, let's just not beat around the bush here. We have so many home games. I'm we have a lot. I'm pumped about that fact. Um, so, again, if you're still kind of hesitant on pulling the trigger on season tickets, I would say – Pull that trigger. Pull, pull, pull that trigger. Boom, boom, bang, bang. Like, <laughs> this is – there is no better time to get – season tickets for a home home slate than this year because yeah even though you got to wear a mask and stuff like there's so many home games like you're getting so much bang for it's your a buck. lot there's a lot uh so next we play Alcorn State yep. December 5th like we mentioned earlier that is where O has transferred to yep. so be a matchup against him so we'll see him again uh then we play Letourneau on which November 9th we've played last season so, as well yeah last year we beat them 89-70 which was not as not as much as maybe some people thought, and I vaguely remember a discourse I had with a fan about that because mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, what y'all need to keep in mind here is the very first few games of the season, yeah, we could just play the starters the whole game and crush Letourneau by 40 points, but 
let's, uh, you know, cycle through the the players and let everybody have some playing time and start developing our team. So at the beginning of the season, please, 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 unless you want me to at you on social media, like don't start talking shit about how many points we should have won this game by. Mm -hmm. Because bear in mind, like we're not trying to stack up easy dubs at the beginning of the season, 40-point dubs just to say we did. So then at the end of the season when we actually need to play our bench – None of them have played a game. Like, and they don't know what the heck they're doing. We're trying to look yeah. at the big picture here, people, develop the team and develop there. the team and put people in. So yeah. don't even start with that. Another thing, and I'm going to knock on wood about that is, I mean, worst case scenario, what if one of one of our starters goes down? You know, what if yeah. someone again, knock on wood, gets COVID and they're out for two weeks? We need a bench player that has experience to step up and get the ass on the court. You know, same thing with what if someone actually gets injured, injured for a long period of time. Again, knock on wood. It's not going to happen, hopefully, but you get my drift. And when we have a lot of these new players that are brand new freshmen, like we would rather their first collegiate game be against Letourneau and get the jitters out than wait until we're in a conference game and be like, this is the first collegiate game you played, and now it's a conference game. And it's a critical game to, like, like, secure. (laughs) Exactly. It's a critical game that if we don't win this, then we don't get this blank seating in the tournament. Like, so you got to kind of think the the long picture here, the long con. It's a marathon. Yeah, it is. It's (laughs) an Iron Man, okay, people? It really is. It's not a... Yeah. like 500 yard sprint it really it's... isn't so we gotta think about that okay next game is away december 12th which is a saturday at louisiana monroe here's the thing which we're planning on going to this game as long as they have a tickets they're selling and b they have fans so i guess flip a and b so yeah. a that we could have fans and b that there's tickets available um last time we played louisiana monroe we got our butts kicked no, last year we no, no, no. beat. Well, well, I meant at oh at, at Monroe. At yes. Monroe. Last so time we, we played them, we got our butts kicked. We have quite a across the board history with them because last year we played them at home, we won sixty six fifty nine. Yes. But the year before that, when we played there, Alex and I went. We had our drinks on the court, and thank God we had them because we needed them to suffer through the yeah we got our abysmal kicked. experience we had. But over the last four years, we're two and two with them. Yeah. We've won two, lost two. So exactly. We need to we need to show up. Um, Agreed. Next game after that, last year we played Arkansas State at Arkansas State. This which, year we're playing them at home on December sixteenth. We, we went beat to them. That game. Yeah, we went to that game last year. We beat them pretty well. We beat them seventy six to fifty seven. We did. We did. We did. So this time we'll have them on the home court. So hopefully we'll pull home a dub court there. There, absolutely. After that, we have uh, the day before my birthday. Yeah, day before your birthday, we have another home game, and I believe no, not no, it's not the last one. Um, we have a game versus LSU Shreveport, again, December 18th. Um, and then after <clears throat> that, we have one of our first conference games, December 21st, which is a Monday, versus CELA, so Southeastern Louisiana. Really quickly here, let's take a quick like tangent to say, because we didn't say bye to Buck Bernard. We miss you. Damn it, Buck. But... Uh, Buck Bernard, if anyone knows him, he worked for SFA Athletics. We love him. He's well, wonderful. His sweet Brandon, wife. Brandon, but we can't yeah, call him Buck. Um, Buck Boy. But he got a job at CELA, and that's actually where he played baseball in college. So, And it's, I think, somewhat closer to his family and where he's oh, from. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, and, so, and, totally. And, I mean, so, congrats, we Buck. Will we miss, miss you. you. We will miss you, but hopefully we'll, this won't be the last time we see yeah, you. Yeah, so maybe we'll see you at that game. We'll see. I mean, come back to NAC. Come back to NAC for that game. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Because, I mean, basically his job is is working for the kind of like how we have Learfield. Yeah. The, he'll be working with, like, the similar kind of platform that they use. Yeah. 
that's equivalent to Learfield. Anyway, then after that, I wasn't gonna say like, oh, that's our uh, that LSU game was our last non-conference, non-conference game, yeah. but it's not. We have the next one, which is Paul Quinn, and they did that last they year. They did that last time with Paul Quinn, with I believe. The same team, yeah. I think we Paul had Quinn a at home yeah. December twenty second, which is a Tuesday. Uh, last year we beat them ninety four sixty two. Really, kind of took them to the woodshed yeah. on that one. Um, yeah. They're a really small college. Really we remember are, we looked it up, and I want to—I want to say they had like fifteen hundred students. Yeah, it's a very small college. Very we small. have played them uh, five times in history. So last year, twenty nineteen, two thousand seven, two thousand five, we did play them in seventy five and seventy two. I mean, all all five of them we won, which again, yeah. no surprise. They're they're a small college, so again, curb the expectations here. Uh, now we start our like full non or full conference schedule with uh, January second, playing uh, New Orleans on January second at home. These times, pretty much all these times, there is no like time. It's all TBD and TBA yeah. to be announced at the time being. Um, who are we playing after that? Playing? We have at Texas A and M Corpus Christi on January sixth. Oh, I'd love to go to that one. Uh, I know. <laughs> Let's go down to the beach, man. Uh, versus Central Arkansas at home on January 13th. Mm-hmm. Then on January 16th, we're playing University of Incarnate Word in San Antonio, which may be another – it's a Saturday. That may be another okay. road That's trip That's a game. weekend trip. That'd be a great weekend trip. I know we're up here, again, playing <laughs> our weekend trips. Um, let's see here. Then after that, we have one of our other rivals, our across-the-border rivals with Northwestern State, the Demons of Natchitoches on January the 20th. Um, next, we have Lamar on January 23rd, which is, again, a home game. Next. Mm, at Abilene Christian on January 27th. You know what? I'm going to pause. All of these technically can be road games and trip games because guess who's virtual for spring? <laughs> this bitch. So, <laughs> and you work remotely. And I'm working remotely, so, so we could ready. technically go to the majority of these games if there's tickets available. Even if they're available. during the week. Yeah. Even if they're during the week, because yeah. I'm because yeah. I'm virtual. Yep. So guess what? As long as I got my laptop and my phone. That's all I need. I can do ready. lecture from anywhere. Yep. I did lecture when I was on my road trip up in Ohio, and Pennsylvania. So if I can do it there, I can do it anywhere. Sure can. Man, we're going to Abilene, baby. Let's go. We love we love this. We love road trips. Let's okay, go. Uh, okay. One, this is one silver lining of being virtual. So we got Sam Houston at home Boo! on January 30th. Yep. On February 6th, we have uh, New Orleans again, but that's in NOLA. That is another weekend game. Oh, we're going to NOLA. Yeah, I oh, love, I love NOLA. NOLA. Um, oh, we're calling Sean Kennedy on this one. We're going to NOLA. Yeah, we Last time he said that because... He said, next time there's a NOLA game on a weekend, we should go. And I said, great idea. Yeah, Let's mark go. Mark it down. Mark it down. We're going, baby. <laughs> We're going. Uh, we got Texas A&M Corpus Christi at home on February 10th. On February 17th, we have University of Central Arkansas at Central Arkansas, which that's another totally doable road trip. We did drive all the way to hell to, dr- to Jonesboro, so I mean, yeah. might as well drive to damn Conway, Arkansas. Well, um, and I went to Conway last year. you went to Conway last year, yeah. What was it? Last year or the year before? No, I think it was last year. Because you went with a friend, like a coworker or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were, you were up there anyway for a meeting. Yes. Yeah, well, I planned that purposely. So exactly. That was... <laughs> I, know you, I know you did. You planned your work stuff around the basketball uh, schedule. Um, After that, who we got? We got Incarnate Word at home on February 20th. We got uh, Northwestern State University at Natchitoches on the 24th, which is a Wednesday of February. 
which again, that's another good road. We love going to Natchitoches. We do. It's a quick trip. And one of my best friends from high school went to Northwestern yeah. and still lives there. Yeah. So it's we a need quick to hook trip, up with her. Yeah. And it's a nice trip, especially if they still have their lights out, like yeah. downtown, because it's right there on the river. Maybe. Love it. Well, maybe. Who knows? Um, yeah. At Lamar on February 27th. Love it. March 3rd, Abilene Christian at home. And then last but not least. Finish it up. We got Sam at Sam on March 6th. Woo! I hope we do. I hope we can do a bus for that one again. I don't know how that's all going to work with COVID. but I don't think that that's probably going to be a thing. Yeah, probably not. If anything, we can do a bus-like caravan. Yeah, we'll do our own bus. We'll do our own bus, baby. Or a caravan. Yeah, that's a good idea. As long as, hey, we're going to try and go to as many of these games as possible because we can. Um like physically we can go but as long as they're having fans in the stands and selling tickets we're gonna try and go. yeah yeah and hopefully i'll just give a quick little plug for the the fan buses if and when we get those back going maybe not this season but if next great. season when we do yeah. y'all i just encourage you if you've never done it like you should really try it and even even if you're you know kind of on the fence and you think you might not know anybody or you might not have fun or you'll feel uncomfortable or whatever like it's open to anyone you don't have to be sfa alumni to go on the alumni mm-hmm. sponsored fan bus mm-hmm. um last season i got my parents to go to the sam houston one and i can't even tell you how much fun they had oh and they had a great time it's just so enjoyable and i drug like my mom along yeah it's so easy time. you just show up you get on the bus they have snacks and drinks and gave us pizza and we got back on the bus and came back home you don't have to drive you don't have to park they drop you off the door right. I mean, I agree. It's it's a lot of fun. We're a fun group. We, you know, we're a lively we're group. We're a fun group. Um, and listen, I played like stewardess the whole time on the bus. You going, did. Going you up did. and down and bringing people drinks you and did. snacks. It was and great. Whatever you need. I'm, I know. I'm here to so, help. So, Jacqueline, I have a really, really important question for you. <laughs> I, I, I kind of wrote down just now what my prediction is for the season, kind of wins. I have two. I have one that's unbiased. So, like, one where if I was not an SFA fan, if I was just, like, a normal everyday basketball person and I saw our schedule, what would what, what do I think the total wins and losses would be? So, that was my unbiased. And then I have a biased one. One, like, oh, no, this is my team. These are my boys. Like, how I really think we're going to do. Um, so, we have a guaranteed 27 games, right? Correct. We have a guaranteed – like, well, yeah. So, if we play if right. we play every single game, we have 27 games. So, my unbiased prediction is – Probably somewhere between the 20 to 23 wins. Potentially. Yeah. I would say. If we play good. If we play. Like, I mean. Yeah, if we play. If, yeah. We have the potential. Not saying we will. But I think that the first three games are going to be our hardest of the season. Yeah, those are the three that I would. That I would say it's possible. Could potentially. We could yeah. pull out a victory in one of them. You know? So, my bias is like 25 and 2. So, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, I feel like we could possibly pull out a victory in one of those first three games and then run the board on the rest and then just have those two losses in the beginning of the season. Totally possible. You know, and here's the other thing. I haven't really lo- went back and looked to see who all is coming back in the Southland for the other True. teams. You I'm know, not either. No idea what kind of starters are coming back. No idea, you know, who's there, who's not. So, it's quite possible that some of these teams that really played us down to the wire last season – they may have some some returnees. They might return their whole damn starting lineup. Yeah, you know, and it may give us a slight a little run for our money. Yeah, exactly. So I think we definitely pull over twenty wins. I will say, oh, one hundred percent. I think Both biased or unbiased. Biased I think or unbiased. We pull over that. 20, yeah. 20 wins is going to be. I feel an easy, 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 easy get. Yeah. 
<laughs> knock on wood. Yeah. So 20 wins for sure, regardless if you're biased or unbiased. Um, it just, it gonna, it's going to depend on those first three games of the year, how we start off, how we get the momentum for the rest of the season, to be fair. I agree. Yeah. So okay. last time on our State of the Union, we did like a player prediction. So do you have kind oh. of any like – Like player of the year? So no, just like kind of who we think might be a, a breakout player or something. Oh, you right. We did do I'll it. say first because, I mean, I have a lot. I have a lot, and we, there were a few that we we kind of undersold. I forget undersold. who I said. I think it was David. You said David. I said David. And I said Calvin, which yes. was both, like, pretty spot on, pretty really. Spot. I mean, because they Cal- both had their – Especially as a freshman, Calvin was a pretty big breakout. Yeah, and, um, and David was really great off the bench. Yeah. I mean, he came in for some great time. So, here's what I'll – let me let – And he me. did make some really crucial threes at the end of the game at the Duke game. And shots. David yeah. did. So. so let me say, and we, we've talked about our new new news, like new freshmen and our new transfers. And just to say, I'm equally excited about all of them. I think they're all going to be stellar. I agree. Um, but I am pumped. I mean, I, they're all going to be great. So don't any of y'all feel out, feel left out. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm hoping Jalen will make a really good impact. Impact like freshman impact uh-huh. new. Um, I'm super excited to see the Im- the improvements and the potential that Nana has. Agreed. As a Ben born in Nacogdoches for anyone? Well, I think he was born in Nacogdoches. I don't think he was born in Nacogdoches. Okay, maybe he's not. But he's a he's, he's a, a Nac rat. Um, so <laughs> Nac just, rat. <laughs> yeah, we'll clarify that for anyone. Ben is born in Nacogdoches. Nac rats like if you went to if, Nac- you, if you've lived, here, like, for lived here for a long time. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm I'm excited to see what what progress he's made. Um, I wish we knew more about Russell because y'all need to put okay. some stuff on the on the website. We don't have all much right, Jacqueline. Just tell us who do you but, think is going to be the stand but, the new standout? But here's of the, the thing: game. I'm okay. super excited to see DeAndre simply based off of how impressed we were with Cameron and the fact that mm-hmm. they played together. I'm really excited to see the two of them play together. Okay, I think that'll be amazing. I'm so glad we got Nigel eligible to play you gotta give us one who's the one I don't person have one one but per- i'm ex- i'm excited one. to see deandre and cam play together okay. i'm excited okay. about that all right so i'm gonna give either new guy or returnee i'm gonna give you one person who i think is going to be a standout this season and i'm i'm really really thinking it's, it's gonna be charlie Oh, from people we already have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too because because at the tail end of that just our the, season last year, yeah, just the last he segment. was he was coming out of his shell and he was really, really, really making the difference in a lot of a lot of games. I agree with that too. So I feel like out of returnees, I feel like Charlie, our boy Charlie Daniels, the one down to Georgia, he's gonna freaking just steal some souls. And I think with more, I like that reference. <laughs> But I think especially with him, I Thank think you. more playing time yes. is really going to bring him out of his shell. Like, I, I think the agree. more opportunity he has to shine, the more I he's going agree. to. agree. Because that's what was happening at the end of the season. Yeah. He had more playing time. And what did we say? The whole season, we're like, Charlie just needs more playing time. Charlie just needs more playing time. And as soon as Charlie got more playing time, what happened? Yeah. He improved so much. He, he came out. Can't he came out swinging. You. Okay. So there you go. That's that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, so let's just head on to some other big basketball news. Before, big. While we, you know, Huge. kind of head to the end of our podcast. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> while we head to. to the end of our podcast here. Um, one of the biggest ones is our boy Kyle. Kyle Keller. Big old. He's our Coach K. That is our Coach he K. He is our Coach K. He is our Coach K. Uh, he got our, his, got his contract extension uh, in from 
all the way from now until 25-26 season. So that's big. Uh, Jacqueline, tell us what Ryan said about Coach Keller. So, yeah, we got we got a Ryan and a Kyle quote on this. So Ryan said, we're excited to be able to offer the contract extension to Coach Keller coming off a remarkable season that was unfortunately cut short. Our priority was to be able to protect and continue to move our program forward. Mm-hmm. This contract extension allows us to do both and create stability in an otherwise unstable time. I love that. And I mean, that's awesome forward thinking there. It really, it really is. is. It really is. And then, of course, Kyle had his quote. Kyle said, I'm very humbled and honored to continue to represent CMF Lawson and the Lumberjack basketball as their head coach. I understand what a truly special place our university, the Nacogdoches community, and the entire Lumberjack nation is. I am very grateful for the support of our Board of Regents, President Scott Gordon, Director of Athletics Ron Ivey, and the tremendous basketball staff I get the opportunity to work with each day. And he does have a tremendous staff. He really does. So Kyle's going to be the 12th head coach in program history, or he is the 12th head coach in our history. He was named to, uh, or named as head coach on April 4th, 2016. And so he's going to be coming into his fifth season here. Time flies when you're having fun. I'm like telling I said, you now, it, it does not feel like it's been five, five years. seasons. But it has. It well, feels okay, like fifth season. So fifth season, but yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, still, it does not yeah. feel like it feels like just yesterday he was announced as head coach. I know, crazy, crazy, it really has. Um, some other last minute things here, so uh, that we that just literally was announced like yesterday. Uh, first, we have Jack Madness. We weren't sure that they were going to be doing anything, but. As of yesterday, they are. Surprise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they scheduled a Jack Madness for November 17th at 7 o'clock. Uh, they do have it scheduled as a students-only uh, event, basically in person. But everyone else will be able to watch it online on ESPN3 or ESPN+. Plus. So that'll be good. Basically the same format, yeah. right, as and, previous years. And you can years. still participate for prizes and stuff. Virtually. Yeah, Virtually. absolutely. So. so it's giving everybody the opportunity. And I think the reason they said they were doing a student-only thing, uh, we were talking with Drew and, and Tyler, is basically because the students are leaving and they're not coming back until January after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So this is really the only time, unless they come back for a game, right? You know, they can be engaged. that they can be engaged for, you know, yes. for yeah, basketball, fall, fall basketball, exactly. So again, unless the students come back on a day trip or an overnighter and stay in a hotel or stay with a friend, they won't be able to watch or be here for those first kind of games in the fall yeah. in December. So this is really the only time that they get to be like pumped up and hopefully this will pump them up for basketball, which will then kind of carry over until January, you know, um, which is great. Keep and that's totally going. fine. Exactly. Exactly. So to wrap up things here, we want to kind of remind everybody of a few things that are coming up. Um, we had a lot of success with the uh, football kind of championship shirt that we made for our little uh, unofficial 2020 <laughs> Southland Conference football champions. And so we're planning on doing that again, but for basketball. Um, so we're going to do a second fundraiser, hopefully in the next coming weeks here for basketball. That way we get those shirts in time for not necessarily the season to start, but right after the season starts slash at least for conference play. Yeah. And if we get it done before the end of the year, going back to, you know, what we talked about with Tyler, we can put all that towards the 
the Raise the X campaign oh, yeah. initiative that they're doing for the end of the and year. That's, so. that's the that's the goal yeah. for sure is because we want to make sure we get that money in um, before the end of the year so that it goes to that campaign for sure. And so we're going to do another shirt. Um, and so we're actually we've actually been designing and thinking of different shirts and what it would say on them for basketball. Yeah. And so we kind of came up with an idea to have you guys vote for what you think is the best option. So we're going to come up with our four kind of favorite t-shirt designs. And if y'all remember any favorite funny one-liners or comments that we've made that are yeah. semi-appropriate or something to just put on a shirt, SFA basketball related yeah. that you would like to see on our shirt. We're going to let you guys vote on that. So we're going to put those up hopefully in the next like week or two here. Hopefully, again, very soon before Thanksgiving. Um, and then start that campaign or start the vote. And then whatever shirt gets the most votes is yeah. the one we're going to make. So uh, be looking out for that on Twitter and, of course, all our other social media platforms. Um, and I guess the other thing we want to talk about eventually, but we haven't really gotten a lot of kind of good information about it yet, is all this kind of BS talk about joining the WAC conference. It's, there's just a lot of talk out there, and we just don't know if any, ha- any of it has any yeah. validity or not to it. So Until just, we get more than yeah. just just rumblings in the yeah. Twitterverse or Grapevine. Right. We want to get um, some, like, we'll, solid... We'll tease it a little bit, but yeah. we want to we get some actual info to bring to you We want to get y'all. some solid so. proof that this is either, like, a legitimate gossip story or is it just wacky or is it just literally someone (laughs) talking out of their butthole you know like so we want to wait and get some information more information about that before we make any sort of comment about it because it again there's just not a lot about it that's really kind of legitimate yet yeah so So feel free to weigh in your thoughts oh absolutely like i mean what you would think until ryan ivy has a press conference and he's like hey guys we're moving to the whack then i'm just not gonna believe (laughs) not gonna believe if it. we do we're totally making shirts that says let's get whack e i'm out i'm thousand percent oh my god <laughs> you better remember that oh i will okay good have you been holding on to that one for a while no remember i, I said that's what we got to name the segment on the podcast if we talk about it oh, like whack whack in parentheses or with a y yeah Again? yeah oh my god let's get wacky it wack-y. definitely has a lot more yeah. uh one-liners than South oh Land. yeah yeah, you can't really, say, you can't really make a lot of jokes about It has a lot of different things you can <laughs> do with it. Let's get wacky. You know someone's going to steal that from us. I know it. You heard it here first. Copyrighted. Copyrighted. Stamp. Time stamp it. <laughs> <laughs> On November, Tuesday, November 10th at 4.43 p.m. Time stamped. I'm telling you right now. I love it, man. It's just good stuff. So we're so excited. I mean, all in all, we're so excited that, A, we get to have this specific yes. episode. We know it's probably been a long one for you, but... Um, hopefully you're still sticking around for the end of this and uh, we're just so excited for basketball to start and I'm wishing it was today but alas we gotta wait until December 2nd I believe is the first all right so let's not forget before we sign off here we had a couple fan questions Um, actually one fan two questions both from 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 Gavin Mr. Defense himself we talked about him earlier so glad that you're still staying engaged with us Gavin hell yeah we're ready we're ready so uh, first question he asked this was on Instagram he sent in what's the possibility of Rati being our leading scorer for the season what do you think so I don't know that he'll be the leading but I I think top two or top three that's my guess so I'm gonna have to agree with you. I, I, I honestly, I'm gonna hope for the best, and I hope he's a leading scorer. That would be fantastic. We need somebody to step up, you know, and be the leading scorer after losing Kevon to graduation. Um, 
I also think that Cam might be up there. I think Cam, Gavin, and Calvin are going to be our contenders for most points. Not Roddy? I mean, in addition to Roddy. Oh, in adi- okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so those four players yeah. kind of like flopping yeah. back and forth. Yeah. yeah. We, I Depending mean, on if it's, a, if it's a team that we play where we get more opportunity outside. Or in the paint. Or in the paint. True. It's going to totally just depend. depend on the game. That is very true. So, yeah. So that's kind of – and again, our first few games, we'll kind of realize what what we can do and what we can't do. You know what I mean? Like, we'll know we'll know who's going to be getting the ball the most. Yeah. Like, and or again, is it going to be an inside the paint game, or is it going to be like, hey, we got to play from out on the from the arc? You know. So, I totally, totally agree with you there. Uh, second question was, what is the over on forcing eighteen turnovers per game? And my thing is, is I thought a lot about this one, and I was just thinking, I was like, oh, I would love that. But here's the thing: the guy who created the most turnovers for us last year. Was Johnny Boy was and John the top Como? Two are gone. Yeah, the top two, John and Kevon, are yeah. both graduated and gone. So take out the two dudes who created the most turnovers for us; they're gone. Who's going to be that person to kind of take up that mantle and really, you know, take over the whole chaos, disruption, creating turnovers thing? You know, who's it going to be? Yeah, can yeah. we can we create eighteen a game? Oh, we totally can. But is it a feasible thing that it's going to be an every single game thing? Is it going to be, you know, are we going to hit even double digits per game? Yeah. I don't know. I think we'll get there because I think so too. Keller drives such a defense culture that I think we will get there, but maybe not at the beginning of the season. Maybe not at the beginning of the season and and maybe not every single game. And Rotti's a a really good defensive player too, so I think he may be one of the main ones to step up on forcing turnovers. I agree. I agree. I also think that... uh, And Cam. Cam and and David has shown that he can definitely play a lot of good defense as well. Yeah. So there's many possibilities there on who's going to, again, take over the mantle. We just don't know yet. Just don't know yet. But I think... The over? Nah, I don't know. Yeah. I w- I, yeah. Yeah. Now, I, would, I would say that 18 is is a total – is a great goal, but I don't know if we'll hit that per se. Um, but, yeah, good questions. Good questions. Uh, let me just double-check and make sure there's none on Twitter. I didn't see any. I didn't see anybody post anything. But let me just double-check. Oh, right here. No. Oh, yeah. all right. Oh, see, Justin J-Rod. J-Rod. See, I'm glad I went on here. Who do y'all feel will be the face of the program now that Kevon is gone and also who might be a sleeper to have Ooh. a breakout season? Oh, J-Rod. So, so we did answer the breakout with we Charlie. I we said think, Charlie. Yeah. I said Charlie. As far as players we've already had or as, who are already on the team. You okay. Know. You know, yeah. well, since since he's asking this question, I said Charlie for returnees uh, as, as far as the new guys. You know, I'm – I'm with Jacqueline. I, I am putting my money on DeAndre. I know your your money's on DeAndre, and so I don't want to repeat your same yeah, question, no, no. your same answer. But, but I agree with DeAndre. But I also think Nigel is is gonna yeah. really step up. I think so too, especially because he has that great experience at UTEP, and he's older. He's a junior. Yeah. You know, he has he has the everything, all the makings of like yeah. another good shooting guard. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I think Nigel. Um, but face of the program, that's oh, a tough. That's, that's a tough a, one. Because Kevon's been the face for so long. I mean, it was you know it was walk up, then we have Kevon, mm. face of the program type guy. I mean, well, who's on? 
who's on our program thing or who's on the thingy that they keep posting? I think Cam. Is that Cam? Well, I, I would I would put some good money on Cam because yeah. he's a senior, which I know we have five seniors, but Cam really like skyrocketed towards the end of the season. He I feel really like. stepped up. Um, you know, and he he yeah. has a lot. He makes a lot of really big impact plays. Yeah. Rossi does too, though. I mean, but Rossi does too. So I was just about to say, but Rossi Rossi's does too. the one who is the catalyst so for the. Uh, but Rossi was like the catalyst for the Duke ending because he's the one who stole the ball. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then and then um, Gavin was there to, to pick it up and then yeah to yeah Gavin. he's the one who like deflected and. Forced yeah. the turnover. So yeah. So I don't know. It's a toss up. I would say between between Cam and Rati, To be fair. Yeah. For face. But it's really hard. To, it's hard to say face too because it's like Kevon was here for four years. Yeah. And like he ha- we've had we've had four years of Kevon being Kevon. And all five of our seniors this year. This is only their second year playing. For right. Us. So they I were feel all like makings so. of a face for the program. Calvin. Calvin. Oh. A thousand percent. Ten times. Yeah. Ten times, ten times, ten. And if and if Jalen is as good as they say he is, and he stays, yeah. that's he'll the be face. next. Yeah, that's the face. I agree. Oh damn, we're on the same page. That's a good, that's it happens a, good a lot, but it does, it does. Those yeah. are good questions, J Rod. Let me make sure there's no more. I think that's the only one. Yeah, that came from the Twitter sphere. Um, look who liked J Rod's question. Kevon. <laughs> well, he did tag him. He did. That's to be true. fair, he did but. Tag him. He did tag him. <laughs> Let me just make sure that there's not any more. Um, I think that's it. Think Y'all that's send it. us questions yeah. for every episode because we, we love having and input. And we'll post on, on Twitter and on Instagram. Yeah. And, you know, we'll say, hey, we're taking questions. We're taking questions. So make sure that you do post those. Okay. So, hey, guys, don't forget. We got games coming up. We got football this weekend. We got basketball coming up. Yep. Support Drew. Buy season tickets. Even if you can't buy season tickets, get single game tickets out of the way. You know, support Tyler. Get that PLF. There's no deadline yeah. on PLF. You can order PLF and any anytime day any or night. Time. He'll be anytime. happy to take your call. And think Everybody. about all the all the interactive experiences that you can mm-hmm. you can get through that. I 100%. mean, it's a yeah. lot of cool things to do. Anyhow, so, hey, and then always remember to Axe and Jacks with Alex and Jacks.